Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another 42 Level 1. I'm one of your hosts, Alistair Kennedy. This is episode 232, I believe. I think so, yeah. I've lost, I've lost track of hours and time and space yes. space the final frontier um yes this is uh ali here uh, and with me tonight is the belle of all games herself princess andy the beast <laughs> the beast of all games yes and no ross again this week or is ross meant to be on this week no no he's off this week yes yes no ross this week um i'm Back to work the past few days after my holidays. Boo. Although I don't mind my job. It's just that the past two days have been very tiring. It's nice to have holidays though. Oh, I needed it. Like I hadn't been off for Irvine for a while. And these were like my last two days of last year's holiday basically in Irvine. Because mm. they could be done in April when I'd saved them. I think I was off like September-ish. No, it was before that. August maybe. End of July. I was just getting tired. Um, but yes, it was really good. And I've had quite a day. I did, did, did do an unboxing video today, Andy. Um, oh, yeah? What it was of the, the agents of Shield Collector Corps <laughs> box. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I've nice. got that to upload. Um, I've got that to upload because Chip sent me a package over, which was very nice of him because he put some extra goodies in it, which he didn't need to. Um, but I was waiting on my Legends Spider-Man figures, which I've just been talking about for the past 10 minutes before the show. But... Um, they're really cool. Um, I also, I also, got, I was going to do an unboxing, but I couldn't really because, like, the guy that sent me Agent Venom, obviously, it's build a figure, so it didn't come in a box. Hmm. So I'm not going to bother doing that. But I do. Have, uh, I did do a live unboxing this week as well on Twitter. <laughs> okay, what did you unbox? It was the Star Wars uh, 40th anniversary celebration box. All right. Okay. Yeah, a few folk uh, tuned in. I think Funk Junkie and Tiger Claw was watching. It wasn't the most exciting box for the 40th anniversary. It was, I prefer boxes that have got like pop funkos and figures and stuff. Mm. This one had like mugs and an oven glove. An and, oven glove? Oh, I need an, I need an oven glove. Uh, this is a Ponda Baba. You know, the guy that was in the cantina. I don't know uh, what that is. He, he doesn't, he doesn't like you. I don't like you. Ponda I've got the death thing. Ponda Baba has got like. Yeah, <laughs> just Googling it. It's like a hairy glove. It's his hand. That's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah. You know, it's like a boss hat coming out of his hand. For fuck's sake. Remember, remember Obi Wan cut his hand off in the cantina. Oh, he's the ball chinning guy, right? Okay. 
that's why it's his hand. It makes sense. But like, uh, it came with a t-shirt as well, which is quite cool, and a mug. But I couldn't get really hyped. But hopefully, my Spider-Man box will be good. Um, I've got that one coming soon. I don't think I'll do a Collector's Corpse every month. That's Marvel Collector's Corpse mm. listeners. Yeah. Uh, it's every like two months, I think it is. But to get it over here, like, it costs like in America, it's like twenty dollars with free shipping. To get it over here, it's like forty-seven quid. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, so I'll see what's in this one, but I only got it because it was Spider-Man. Like, the minute they start doing, like, Squirrel Girl Box, I'll be like, no. <laughs> I missed out in the Guardians one. Like, the cool, the, th- the reason I love these ones is, like, not all of them, but I think, like, Nerdblock, the big ones, um, Luke and Marvel, they've got their own... You can only get the Pop Funkos in the box. and Yeah, they do exclusive ones, yeah. Not that I would sell them, but I've seen them on eBay for more expensive prices than the box itself, just the Pop mm. Funko, so... There is money to be made off them because mm. Pop Funko collectors that don't buy every look crate will purchase them. Mm. But yeah. Anyway, we better get the show started. So um, let's start with big screen, wee screen. And this is the part of the show where we talk about all the TV and all the movies we have been watching. So, Andy, what have you been watching? Uh, I did watch. Oh, I did watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know that it was necessarily as good as the first one, to be honest. But it was no, a good movie. And I think Deadpool 2 is going to go the same way. Like It'll be a good film, but it's not going to have the impact of the first one. Yeah. It's a shame. When they hit the nail right in the head so well. Don't get me wrong, I do think Guardians 2 is funnier than the first one. And like I said, that all the actors feel more comfortable in their roles. But I think story-wise, it was kind of... It was almost like a mini... What are they called when it's like mini segments inside a show? Like when they've got like... 10 minutes of Spider-Man, 10 minutes of action, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm not like a, maybe like a vignette sort of thing. A sag, uh, no, there's a name for it. There's an actual name, like Twilight Zone style, where it's like, and it just felt like they were kind of sewn together by a loose thread. Um, Like, especially the part where, sorry, spoilers, but uh, Andy's seen it now and that's how we run it in the show. When um, Nebula came to attack Gamora, it was like Mm. her ship came into Ego out of nowhere. Like, that was completely random because we never, we seen her leaving the Ravager ship and then the next time you see her, it's just, that bit was kind of (laughs) out of place, I felt. Um, Do you know, know, I I think the, the issue with it for me was that it was just like, there was only one story thread through the whole movie. Yeah. And like it was just totally different from the first movie because they had like all the different parts of the team coming together and just being like, "Oh fuck, we're together and this is how it's going to go down." And it was totally like put yeah, together, the jail. and yeah, and, and, and like they came together as a team, and they bonded and all that. And it was it was really interesting to see that dynamic form. And then in this one, you're just like, they're a team, they're on a mission. Uh, the mission went to shit, and then they just dealt with the consequences, and that was the movie. Like that's mm-hmm. all that happened. They were on a mission. It fucked up, and they dealt with the consequences of the of that. That was it. Yep. <laughs> That's all that happened in the whole movie. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I liked the, I liked like all the all the ca- all the like cameos and uh, little Easter eggs and noise and shit like that were on point, absolutely brilliant. And like all the CG and everything was great. Acting was all great and stuff like. That. I just like didn't really care too much Nick, of the story. Original Nick Fury showed up as well. He did, yeah, he did. That was funny. <laughs> teen teen group was funny though. Although they've said it's not a teenage group, it's adolescent group. Yeah, I mean, like all, all those bits were funny. Like the, um, to be honest, the the way they did the credit scenes, I thought they could have done better credit scenes. Were, I wouldn't count like, the first one as a credit scene. <laughs> like the whistling. Yeah, no, 
No, I wouldn't say so either. It's, it's more like they did the one more as like the gold uh, chick. Yeah, yeah. They did, they did the other ones more like you know those scenes that you used to get uh, when outtakes. Yeah, almost like outtakes. Yeah, although these are these are canon outtakes, like blooper reels like. at the end of movies. You yeah, mean. yeah. But you, you know they used to do it like where they've got the credits scrolling and you've got like a little box out. And it's just yeah. like, this is what happened to this character after the events of the movie. Like, kind of yeah, like, like extra scenes. Yeah. 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 Which is yeah, kind of, I mean, some of them were kind of funny, but mostly just to throw away. And the only one was that, with that gold chick. And even, yeah, even she, at that, I'm like, why is she being the creator of this? Adam Warlock. Yeah. I, I don't know the whole story behind Adam Warlock, but is is that who creates him? No, like, no, no, it is not. As far so. as I know, he was a vessel for Thanos. Okay. So I don't know why she's involved with it. Um, and I'm sure he, his egg was already in the collector's thing, so I don't know why she's now made another one, like, if he's kind of retconned his own fucking easter egg from the first movie. Because well, remember I mean, he said that that was well, his egg in the... They never confirmed that, though. Like, that that was sure. that. No, they never confirmed that that was Adam Warlock. Um, see, I've always, I've always contended that that was Mojo. Right. Who's like a, it was like a bad thing. That's like It looks like a slug with, that, like, mechanical spider legs. Uh, I can't. I can't remember. Although they had, they did make a deal with Fox in this one. Obviously, like that's how they get Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and we mm. get Ego, and who else did we get? There was Ego and something else we got. I say we got as if it's our team that we support. Well, it is kind of, but you know, like they made that deal with Fox. So my thinking with this, and because Spider Man's been so successful. Fox would be absolutely, maybe not with X-Men, but absolutely stupid not to allow Marvel to... Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Would be absolutely stupid S- to... Yeah, no, you know uh, Scott Daly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would be uh, absolutely r- ridiculous to reboot Fantastic Four yet again or make a sequel to a widely panned film. What they're best doing is just handing off Fantastic Four to Marvel, like yep. a deal that Spider-Man had. And then if that does well, that makes room for X-Men, do you know? Hmm. But I think the X-Men do fine by themselves, to be honest with you. I don't know that the last X-Men movie did that well, to be honest. Um, Logan? Are you joking? No, no, not not Logan. Logan mm. Logan did well, but that's because it's, it's Wolverine. It's different. Hugh Jackman Wolverine movies. What are you talking about? Apocalypse? Well. Yeah, Apocalypse didn't do well, though. And like no, this new Dark Phoenix movie is probably going to do the same, or worse. Yeah, but I mean, handing off Fantastic Four as a tester, like they can always reboot X Men, like they've done it already in their own series, but they could mm. do a clean wipe if they wanted. But um, I, I reckon they, they'll hand them Fantastic Four after Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like the uh, they, well, they won't hand said, it to them. But... Well, no, they've already said that the uh, uh, the title for Phase uh, Four. Well, no, the title for uh, the next Avengers movie, so Avengers Four is a spoiler for Infinity War, so whatever happens. Because, like, I mean, they could easily do it, Avengers Infinity War, and then end with, like, Infinity the, the universe... No, 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 it won't be that. Uh, the universe is mashing together, and then it being, like, Avengers versus X-Men would uh, be, be, like, Avengers 4. That would be would, insane. Would you be cool? Like, Cataclysm sort of thing, like, when the Ultimate Universe folded in. Yeah, exactly, so, like, they just bust open the, like, the a rift between the two universes, and then they have a battle. And, and then like, when it's could, all over, it's combined. Yeah, exactly. They could 100% do it that way, and it would be awesome. Because then you could still have the continuity of the X-Men timeline intact, and all the MCU stuff still be intact, and what, then mash them together, and then go on. What about know? Secret Invasion? And you see a scroll, and that's you knowing that it's tied in. Yeah, I mean, they could do that as well. Like, But, I mean, you could argue that 
Agents of Shield has kind of already done that with the LMD thing. Yeah, they've they've kind of replaced the scroll with Kree's as well. Uh, well, I mean, Kree's have been in, Mar- in Marvel. Yeah, they have. Well. Yeah, but scroll were most widely known in the comics up until the films. No, yeah, well, not necessarily. I mean, the Kree, Kree, so. the Kree scroll war was like a whole thing. Like, Aye, but that back, was like goes back hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Well, we don't know. We'll need to wait and see. I don't think they're doing a full reboot like some people that were friends with Fraser say. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're recasting like basically everyone. There's no way Chris Pratt's not locked down to a contract for about a million years. Uh, there's no way that they're getting rid of. Spider-Man just after they've started it you know there's certain characters like obviously we know Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth contracts are coming up but that's not a problem because they've got Bucky and Falcon and they've also they could introduce like a female Thor it's not going to be difficult it's happened Um, but it'll be interesting to see I would uh, obviously Miles Morales is quite far away if it happens ever but I would love to see Miles because the way that he works in the comics now alongside Peter they're two very different Spider-Man Spider-Man So they've got the Amazing Spider-Man, which is obviously Peter Parker, and then they've just got the Spider-Man comic, and both are very, very different comics. The uh, so like the but yeah, getting back to Guardians, like I, yeah. I did, I did like it overall. Um, but yeah, I thought it was mostly like just an Easter egg bonanza. To be honest, yeah, the whole movie, yeah, <laughs> the whole I movie, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I did like all that. It was good, but I would have just rather have seen like. See, see, I'd I'd rather just seen them go on like a few missions rather than just have this one mission and then like spiral into what it, what it became. Um, what did you think of the Watchers? I liked them. I wish that Stan Lee was one of them, although that's what they're talking about. But he clearly mm-hmm. isn't. He's just like that was no. a cameo. I didn't mind the Watchers. They look spot on for the comics, but kind of out of place for the movie. He's yeah, that's what I thought as well. I was like these look like awful. Like compared to all the other like good CG things and stuff like that, and Rocket movie, I was like, these look terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like one of the best CG characters that I've ever seen. I've totally been, believable, yeah. fucking talking raccoon. Yes, like, you would one hundred percent believe he was there. Yeah, one hundred percent. And the, but, the the way that he's acted and the way that the characters act towards him as well, one hundred percent, he's fucking there. Like it might as well have been a man in a raccoon suit running about. Yep. Um. I did like the Watchers because they looked exactly like the comics, but because mm. they looked so much like the comics... They, <laughs> they looked, looked so silly. <laughs> they looked completely out of place for the movie, but yeah. did you not notice, is it Krog is one of Hulk's pals that looks like Thing with a pointy head? Okay, yep. Right, they were fighting on a planet while they were doing those 700 jumps to get to Ego. Mm. There was two of them fighting on a planet. Right, right, okay, cool. That, that was one. Um, I don't know. I liked it all in all. They did miss a marketing opportunity, uh, and and they, they put a joke. Do you know what I mean? They missed the whole fucking money spinner uh, just for one joke. They gave him the Zune, remember? Oh yeah. yeah. See, see if they'd handed him an iPod, hmm. man. They could have re-released the iPod Classic Star Lord Edition, and it would have sold fucking hundreds. Well, yeah, but I mean, Apple doesn't seem to want to do any iPods anymore. No, but if they'd done this, do you know what I mean, as a tie-in with Marvel, like as a limited edition one, that would have sold loads, and I guarantee that was thought about, but then obviously they wanted the joke about the Zune. But it kind of... The thing is, like, who the fuck, what the fuck is a Zune? Who the fuck has a Zune? I used to have one. It's an old MP3 player that Microsoft had before iPods were about. And right. see, before iPods, they were actually the better MP3 player. Like, they cost a wee bit more. Because remember, you used to buy, it looked like a USB stick, and that was your yeah, MP3 yeah, yeah. Uh, all, all Apple done with, with the phones and the iPods was like do clever marketing and branded it well but like yeah. um, 
the Zoom was out before it. It worked really well, basically like an iPod, and it was out for years before it, but Microsoft kind of killed it off slowly but surely after the advent of iPod. So that was the joke. But I like that he's now opened up the fact that he can use different eras music, like we might hear 80s or 90s instead of 70s in the next one. Um, But I don't think... Okay, so I'll talk about the soundtrack as well because I couldn't really last week. I think it was used really well in the movie, but as a soundtrack to listen to, the songs aren't all great compared to the first one, which was fucking... Oh, no. Totally agree. But in the movie, you must agree, they were used really well. Like, the songs fit perfectly. Like, Father and Son at the end, that's where Mm. Tasha started crying. (laughs) Yeah, I did like like the way they wrapped up that story and, like, the whole thing with Yon doing that. I I like that, and I... I mean, you could kind of see it coming, though, as as the movie went along. You're like, yeah, it's going to end up with this. The way that I see it, and the way that they, they could do it, they, Marvel's already said they want Sylvester Stallone, and his character was obviously part of the original Guardians in the comics we yawned to. Yep. If they do a Guardians 4 and Peter Gunn's not to do with it, Sylvester Stallone could lead the team quite easily. Yep, I, I liked him. He was actually really good Great. in the movie for, Although- the, like, for the few minutes he was in it. Do you, do you know what I mean now with his conversation with Mickey Rourke? Like, he was talking like this. It was like, what are you guys saying? I, I was okay with it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit I wanted subtitles. No, I, th- I really think like him and the other Guardians, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like they could do it because obviously like Groot and Rocket is just voice acting. Uh, Chris Pratt, he's obviously, he's filming Jurassic World 2 right now, but I mean, he's obviously going to be in Guardians 3. I don't think he'll be ever really done with the Marvel Universe now if they ever need Star-Lord. Um, I don't know, like, before Robert Downey Jr. leaves, I would like to see Iron Man show up in Guardians 3. Like, obviously mm-hmm. Agent Venom's never going to happen because the Venom movie's not even out and that's yeah. a whole different licensing thing to yeah. get him in. Uh, but... Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man was in the the new Guardians comic, which the recent team's based off of for quite a few weeks, like months actually. Iron Man went to space, yep. so I wouldn't I wouldn't mind after like Infinity War if Tony Stark had to rethink things and like like we like it was always talked about. Remember there was rumours that at the end of the Avengers he was going to like get a call and it was going to be Star Lord. Do you know I I kind of more more think that that's going to come into play in Infinity War. Like oh, he's like gonna... the Guardians. Uh, no, no, no! Like he's gonna end up going to space and then coming across them. Coming up and meeting, meeting the guardians, like maybe yeah. Star Lords having Earth. Yep, uh, they're gonna go. No, no, I don't think that like the guardians will come to Earth. I think that Iron Man will go to space and then meet them and then have to bring the rest of the Avengers through. Oh, Jinkies maybe Thor, going looking. For, ah, that would make sense if he goes looking for Hulk. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I would love to see Iron Man with the Guardians because I really like that team, as you know, because that's the mm. figure set that I've yeah. got. And, like, um, the Iron Man suit, the space Iron Man suit's awesome, and it would make sense. I just want to see Tony Stark and Star-Lord have quite a lot of scene time together. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would be good. I mean, I mean, we know Spider-Man's going to be in it as well, so, like, it's oh. going to be good. It's going to be a good be film. Good. I hope they all get adequate screen time, though. That's my only worry. Yeah. Like, because it's all the big names, but we'll see. Hmm. But yeah, um, so I watched that. Guardians was good. Uh, I also watched. Uh, I also watched Better Call Saul this week's episode. Yes, I also seen it. He finally took on the name. He finally took on the name, and he's even it come up and like because he made like a com- he made a commercial. I knew it was going to be that from the minute he's decided to film himself to make commercials. I didn't think it was. I was like, he's going to have some silly name because um, obviously, like we know, Saul Goodman is is like lawyer name. Like in the present. See, I initially said it before that, Andy, because see how he got mm. told he wasn't allowed to do law. Well, Jimmy McGill is not allowed to do law for a year. What mm. if he changes his name and he practices under Saul Goodman? Yeah. 
I could see it happening. Yeah, I mean, there's sort of like a legal loophole in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he'd, he'd probably have to go. He'd probably have to go and pass the bar again. That's the only thing. As Saul Goodman, well, he could yeah. do that because it didn't take him a full year the last time, if you remember. No, true. I mean, you can fudge these things. Like in this universe, you can do you can do the fudge of these things quite easily. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, uh, I see when it come up on the screen, I'm like, yes, Saul, he's finally Saul. I'm like, oh my god! But it was, that, that commercial was so ridiculous. <laughs> It's hilarious. The painted on beard. Yep. <laughs> but I liked how the guy that Walt uh, had kidnapped in like one of the early episodes under his basement was in this one. Uh, Nacho was trying to get money off him, remember? And oh, then Hector okay, yeah. said, "Who works for who?" And he went and beat him up. That's mm. the guy that Walt first kidnapped, remember? And then they had to like put his body in the bathtub. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And did you notice that the woman was in it as well? Remember the woman? Yes, was, like, the broker. The yeah. Yeah. She, when he was looking at the laundry machine, which is where yep. Walt ends up working underneath. Yep. When in the he, famous, the famously amazing episode, The Fly. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ends up setting that up as like a laundrette for his chicken shack place. Yep, it's yeah. a, like a laundrette sort of thing, and uh, they have yeah. the mess lab underneath it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's I like the way it's coming together, but it's it's kind of like see from the opening of this this season this season started really slow for like the first two or three maybe even four episodes because mm. it was mostly about mike and now it's kind of like pan back into soul's world everything's going kind of rapid so mm. i kind of hope we get another two seasons but they could wrap this up in one season if they wanted to they could do yeah i hope they don't because it's like i fucking love the show man it's so good i don't want it to stay as welcome though no like breaking bad did <laughs> no breaking bad did not Breaking Bad did not. I really don't think it did. But it, that the second half of that season, the last season was shit. It just took. I do admit the last season did take so long just to get to the scene where he was opening the trunk, and like they kind of rushed that. You know, it was like, how the fuck is he going to get from that to having a fucking mm. boot full of guns? Because at mm. the end of season four, he was still kind of he still had some good in him. He was still kind of just doing it for the money and the love of it. Yeah. But like. When is he going to go full fucking crime lord and have mm. a gun, a, a suitcase full of gun? And that kind of happened in the last like what three or four episodes, and it just rushed mm, it. Yep. I think my, my favorite season was the season where they had the plane crash, and it was like building up to it, and the the teddy bear with the one eye in the swimming pool and stuff. Yep, because we don't like. I mean, that was in the whole season, and we didn't know about that until like right at the end, where I, like the shit happened, and you're like, holy fuck, oh, that's, like, that's been there seen. all along, yeah. And then. <laughs> Then you realise that it was Walt and Jesse that caused it. Yep. I can't remember what they'd done. It was, it was, the, uh, it was yeah, it was the air traffic controller. Um, he, I can't remember if he fell asleep or if he got distracted or that. But it was, remember, it was Jesse's girlfriend's dad was the air traffic controller. That's that's why, yeah, because Walt let the daughter die. I'm sure he. Yep. Yeah, either, either had to leave or he took a heart attack or something. Uh, yeah, something happened. Like, well, he was in charge of any crash two planes on each other. Uh, oh, he was drinking, I think. He was drinking because his daughter had died. Yeah. I mean, he was upset and, like, yeah, mm-hmm. he probably shouldn't have been at work. He should have probably got himself signed off. But, but yeah, I mean, the the blame for that kind of falls on, on all, well, all three parties. Really. Walt, Walt first sitting watching The Lassie mm-hmm. Die. Was it not Jessica it, Jones? Yeah, yeah, Jessica Jones, yeah. Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I forget what her name was in the show, but, yeah. Yeah. The Junkie okay. Girl. Anyway, yeah, Battle Cross was great. Uh, didn't really watch anything else. 
Okay, so leading on from that, uh, talking about Aaron Paul, who's obviously Jesse, I watched The Path Season 2, like I've been, I told you about it last uh, month, it's an Amazon exclusive, because I like mm-hmm. kind of watching Netflix exclusives and Amazon exclusives, because you can't see them anywhere else, you know, well, you can in some places, like if it's a Stars one, like Black Sails mm-hmm. and stuff, hey. um, but I think this one's full on no, no, it's not. This one's on another channel in America, but over here it's an Amazon exclusive. Um, and he plays the guy that's in the cult, and he decides he doesn't want to be part of this cult anymore. It's very kind of like Scientology, like you climb the rungs, you move up the ladder, and it's a big hippie community, and it's got like a dark side. Imagine the Dharma Initiative from Lost. Okay, yep. Kind of like that mixed with Scientology, you know, and mm. I'm sure there's a deeper thing going on underneath, but they, like, take the catcus drugs and fucking have mad mind trips, and then the mind trips actually start coming true, and, like, um, slight spoilers, but at the end of season one, I wouldn't spoil the whole thing in case anybody listening watches it, but Jesse, I call him Jesse, his name's Eddie, in it? He goes to the edge of a cliff and gets struck by lightning Fuck and survives up. it. He survives it, but... Because of the person he's with, that kind of makes him like it makes the prophecy that they've all been believing true. If you know what I mean, because right. he's been having visions of snakes and stuff. So then, mm-hmm. as much as you're along the ride where you, uh, you're seeing it through Eddie's eyes, you're like, this whole thing is bullshit. You're right to get out of it. Hold on a minute, the prophecies just came true because you've got now a big lightning mark down your back that looks like fucking lightning or a tree. Mm-hmm. You survived it, and your visions were real as well. So what mm-hmm. the fuck? Like, so I'm left watching a show going. It's been renewed for season three as well now. Um, so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I hope they kind of get into more of that side of things rather than this season's been kind of the guy, Cal, that's in charge is insane and he's murdered people to get his own way and made himself in charge of the whole fucking movement. And he's been, he bought a building for like five million that they couldn't afford and they're going into debt and he's kind of been like shagging everything that moves and like dodgy relationships and stuff like that. And he's been getting in about Eddie's wife when Eddie's been away and like at first when I watched this show because I was so used to him as Jesse I couldn't see him as a dad you know that way I'm like yeah that's Jesse but as it went on man this is best character since Jesse and that's it's not high praise because I've seen like Need for Speed and stuff but (laughs) this shows you as an actual really good actor Um, so season two I've only got three episodes left Um, everything's coming to a a, like boiling point you can kind of tell because Sino, what's his name? The guy he's in prison yeah, break and stuff. I know the guy I mean, yeah. He's he's like undercover FBI in it and he's like uncovering stuff and trying to bring the organization down, but he's undercover, so he's staying at the compound and stuff and he's starting to get corrupted and he's having an affair with a Chinese woman and like he's starting to believe it himself. Do you know what I mean? Like asking to have extra time undercover and oh the whole thing's really good, but uh I wouldn't say it's the most exciting show in the world, but neither is Better Call Saul. Um, however, I'm really hyped to see where it's going because some of the... Basically, in the last episode, Eddie, Jesse, Aaron Paul, get kidnapped and um, it was by two of the guys from the cult and he was babysitting his girlfriend, his new girlfriend's son, and they left him like at the side of the road, middle of nowhere. Uh, they drugged him to try and make him have the visions to show them that he was telling the truth about what happened in Peru. And, like, they found out it's true, so they now th- believe that he's the new leader and stuff like that. And, oh, it's it's really good because Eddie was going from I don't believe at all to hold on a fucking minute. Like, I did get struck by lightning and blah, 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 and all this stuff. at the All the stuff was coming true. So I don't know if they're going to go that deep into it or it's just going to show the insanity of a man believing in a cult. But I would like them to kind of go into a more supernatural almost element of it, if you know what I mean. Which... It's not really showing signs of that. It's more like 
the Dharma Initiative with like they've got the rooms of brainwashing, not brainwashing, but like they call it cleansing, where you have to go in and take the cactus drug, and you get a guy preaching to you and making you believe again. And um, I mean, it's really good. I, I can't wait to see season three. I've got, like I said, three more to watch, but it seems that it could end at season three because unless I don't know, there's there's a few ways it could go. So I'll leave it at that because I don't know what's going to happen till I've seen the end. But it's really good. Um, American Gods, that new show that's on Amazon. It's on every Monday. Episode three was just on. Fucking fantastic show. Like everybody's saying, it's going to do better than Game of Thrones. It got renewed for season two after the first two episodes. Uh, BBC are doing a spin-off of Orlando Jones's character that was in it, Mister Anansi, um, or the called Anansi Boys, which is the sequel book um, to American Gods because American Gods is written by Neil Gaiman or Gaiman, and he wrote Stardust and the comic Sandman. You know that comic. Yep. Um, and he's done a lot of things with um, Terry Pratchett, so he's my sort of author. Uh, I bought the book, and I've been reading it alongside, and it helps me understand things a lot more, because obviously the translation, even with Game of Thrones, I'm going to guess things are different on the TV from the book. Um, and yeah, I've read some yeah, of the Yeah, they are. they are. So it's a bit like that. So you get the same kind of overall story, but I'm enjoying reading it. And I had an Audible credit, so I flung the narration on, because this is what I don't like usually audiobooks, but I like... Um, see, like I got Ron Swanson, Nick, Nick Swarsden, what's his name? Can't Nick remember. Offerman. Nick Offerman. His yeah. autobiography with the Audible book, and because he reads it, and like you can read along, I, I really like that. Um, and this one's read by Neil Gaiman, the guy that wrote it, and he's got a full cast. He's got a full cast to act out different parts instead of doing the voices himself, so I don't mind that. Um, so I really like the book. It's fucking good. Like the bits they're doing in a TV show are really good and the fact that the main guy in it what he used to be and i'm like he's not fucking english he used to be in hollywood stasha t- tells me and um he's he's got an incredible american accent if he wasn't if he wasn't american playing english then i'd be very surprised like in hollywood i don't remember him from it but then again one of the guys from hollywood was one of the members of the nova corps and guardians one so That's just show you <laughs> holly Holly don't like hollywood right off your actors um but yeah definitely recommend this uh and this one shadow and mr we- i found out who mr wednesday is as well the answer's in the first episode but i'm not going to say anything in case you start watching this because it's kind of cool figuring out who everybody is because it's about obviously like the old gods trying to come together to get rid of these new gods the techno gods and like it's really fucking good because Shadow's kind of, I don't want to say anything about it if you're going to watch it at all but Shadow and uh, Mr Wednesday decide to rob a bank but the way they rob the bank isn't how you'd expect a, ro- a bank to get robbed normally so hmm. yeah I would definitely recommend it for you Andy it's fucking phenomenal nice um, and lastly I finally got around to watching a film the wife wanted to watch it and get bored halfway through uh, Assassin's Creed okay yeah uh, you hadn't uh, seen it before then no, because I was meant to go to the cinema, and let's not cast that up again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Assassin's Creed. I, I just I went. I tried to download it, and it was taking far too long. So I just paid three pound, rented it off a of PlayStation. Like I don't think I'd ever buy a film off a of PlayStation, but being yeah. able to rent it that's handy as fuck to me. Um, I didn't mind the film. Three pounds, all right for a rental as well. It's okay. Three pounds. It was for the HD one. Uh, hmm. I didn't mind the film. Right, Tasha get very bored. But halfway through, um, you know, I think one big thing, before I get into criticising it, one big thing the film was missing badly was a good score, like soundtrack score behind it. Like it had a couple of songs at certain scenes, but like normal scenes were 
stupidly quiet, if you know what I mean, because there was a lack of fucking... Assassin's Creed's constantly got, like, music or something playing, do you know what I mean? Like, even the scenes in Abstergo, some sort of creepy science music. I'm quite sure there's unused fucking music at Ubisoft they could have just gave them for this part, you know? Um, Or, like, background noise or anything, but, like, the scenes between, like, the chick and her dad, the scientist, Rickman, or whatever his name was, they were, like, silent, and they were in a lot of scenes together. And, like, it sweeped past far too quickly all the Assassin's objects, so I didn't get a good look, but i definitely seen Arno's crossbow gun. Um, there's there's apparently more in the the Blu-ray version, the deleted scenes. Uh, I think um, what's his face, Fastbender, was a good choice, but yep. we didn't see enough of him as an assassin. No, no we didn't. We didn't. He, he was good though, and I did like how they had the bleeding effect sort of thing come through. That was great. It was a it was a new way of looking at it. And as far as I know, Ubisoft have come out and said that that's going to like be part of their soft reboot, like the style of the Animus and the bleeding effect doing it that way. And I thought that looked really cool, rather than you just waking up and you've got ego vision like in the games. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was a really good way of putting it into like putting it out visually. Um. Abstergo was fine. The whole base was fine, but it was very bland. Like, uh, I get that it's a stale, faceless corporation, but background music like a score like every good film's got a good score this film doesn't i don't even know if it had a score like for me most of it was just silence i didn't mind having to read um in the spanish bits but in if this is canon the animus recalibrates so that it goes to your natural language and the guy callum lynch was american so why were they speaking in spanish don't get it um that's a big, as you know, Andy. That's a big part of it. Like they say, how can I understand? Desmond says, why can I understand them? And it's because the animus syncs to your memories and translates. So the other, the rest of it was all fine. It was standard Assassin's Creed fare. Get the boom apple. He was about to use the boom apple. You get killed. I loved that bit at the end. That was so badass. The <laughs> okay, so the assassins costumes at the end of it um, looked like. Kylo Ren's B wardrobe. They could have looked much cooler than just a fucking. I know it was kind of like right after the end of the film, so they just kind of had to grab the nearest dressing gowns. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. fucking look like like. See <laughs> that last, last shot of the three of them standing in London. They should have looked a lot cooler than just three guys in dressing gowns. Hmm. Um, I would like them to continue on. I don't know if they will, but I would like them to do a f- more of present day assassins. That's all I mean you ever want from the games. <laughs> I know <laughs> more of it in the present day with not as much like animus stuff because if they do do another one then obviously the animus will be portable like in the, the games you know because obviously he's not in Absergo anymore yeah, yeah. so they'll need to have a portable sort of chair like one and I would like them to only basically go in it at the start of the film to get his mission you know to get where an, an X object is and then I want to see assassins working in the modern world you know what I mean Um, which is all I've wanted for the film apart from that like it was alright like I said, they could have done it two ways, and I think they were very brave doing the whole Animus thing, but I think if they took the whole Animus thing, this would have still worked as just a film if they didn't make it all Spanish. Like, if they'd done it in the Spanish era and, like, done the whole movie, it could have done one extra hour, to be honest with you. The film mm-hmm. felt rushed. I do think the film was, like, chopped quite a bit. I wouldn't mind seeing if there was a director's cut of it somewhere with an extra at least half hour in it to pad some things out. Like, especially... I mean, for the amount of screen time we've seen in, like, the Spanish places and all that, like, and the amount of, like, work that must have went into film them, it's like, for the majority of it, they were in Abstergo. And 
I don't think it's the worst film I've ever seen. However, like it's not a film for, fan, for people that aren't fans of the game, so I don't think they've done what they wanted to. Um, Ubisoft gave me a call. I've got many pointers. <laughs> many, many pointers, starting with a score. And you're saying that needs changed. But yeah, it wasn't the worst film. What was it you thought? Did you think about the same of it? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was decent without being amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not something that is particularly memorable to me. But see how it was canon. I was trying to think, how the fuck did that guy get the apple? Unless there's more than one. I know there's certain objects Eden, but I'm sure that fucking Ezio buried the apple. Yeah, but I mean, remember Ezio was in a totally different time from those people. Was the Spanish Inquisition after it? I can't remember if it was after it or before it. It must have been after it. Yeah, yeah, it must have been after it. Because, well, Ezio got it from Altair. Remember, he found Altair's corpse. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, the Spanish Inquisition stuff was way after that. Mm. Like, so, like hundreds yeah, well, of years. Obviously, the guy in it uh, must have found... What was his name? Fucking Aquilus? Uh, yes, I believe so. Which is ridiculous because there's already a book about an assassin called Aquilus that you've read as well, the comic, and it's nothing to do with this. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe or was it Aquitar? Oh, I, I, yes, yes, that one. Aguilar or Aguilar. Aguilar, Aguilar, Aguilar. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm getting mixed up with the comic. Um, But no, I thought it was cool. Uh, the, the rumblings that I've heard in the rumour mill is that they're going to do an Assassin's Creed TV series, which to me is fine, but obviously they're not going to get Fastbender to do that. You know, oh. so he's a good act. He's he's a good actor as well, and he was decent in it. He was decent in it. I just don't rate the supporting cast cast that much. Hmm. It, it was just, but see, especially the scene when they were in the dinner hall, and he was sitting down laughing and chuckling. It was almost as if Michael Fassbender himself were just laughing at the peasants surrounding him. You know, that <laughs> like, look at all like, these terrible actors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it felt like. <laughs> like when he was singing crazy, I was like, yeah, he's just laughing hmm. at the supporting cast. But yeah, I mean, I don't think Fastbender would come back for another one because I'm not. Sh- I don't think it flopped, but I don't think it made enough to like justify an instant sequel. Probably not, no. No, but if we get the TV series, that'll be interesting. I mean, I, d- I definitely think there's legs to do an Assassin's Creed like movie. Mm. I really do, but I don't know. I'd have put this one straight to Blu-ray rather than the big cinema. Possibly, but I mean, then you wouldn't get Fastbender. Oh no, definitely not. Definitely not. Or, but you might have if you'd went in collaboration with Netflix or the likes. That's, I think, what they should do to get the money. Do it that way. Hmm. Then you're then you're guaranteed people to watch it. You know, even if it is if it's rubbish and it's at the cinema, no one's going to pay to see it. But if people are p- paying for Netflix and Assassin's Creed Two comes up, they're going to watch it. Hmm. So, anyway, yeah, it wasn't bad. But that's all, that is all that I watched. So uh, we'll move on to the video game section, which is level up. And this is the part of the show where we talk about all the video games that we have played throughout the week and the video game news. Talking of which, Andy, what's in the news this week? Uh, some kid found a bag of meth, then he used a copy of GTA Five. What else? Apart from finding it in Breaking Bad box set, that, <laughs> yeah. that's. <laughs> that's where you should really find it it's a much better place to store your meth but yeah, a bag of meth in a GTA 5 how annoyed would you be if you were the meth head that traded that in oh yeah I bet <laughs> you, where the fuck is my meth where the fuck is my meth careless and where did he trade it in that they didn't find the bag do you know what I mean, like, does, is there a place that just goes yep, I'm assuming the disc's in there you do find some weird things like in games now and again, um, but you. I found like... several bonus boxes, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the 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 kid, the kid bought it from the shop. That's what I mean. So this was traded yeah. in. 
So maybe it was like, one of the workers in the shop that stashed it. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. But like anytime when when we buy in something with like it's got any sort of stuff in it, I just put it in the bin, regardless yeah. of what it is, whether it's bugs or like dirt or whatever, it goes in the bin. Well, maybe this store thought it was DLC. <laughs> I've Possibly, opened yeah. a, the worst one I opened was a GTA 4 for the Xbox 360 the case was falling apart and when I opened it up it had flies so it had maggots in it at some point and like down the spine was some sort of food God. Like, and I'm like <laughs> and thank fuck I could see the disc was cracked without having to touch it you're like nope take this shit away <laughs> oh man that was horrible <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, poor kid. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of shit things, Free mm. Free <laughs> has had uh, speedruns done of it already. Um, and now the new story that you posted at this point on what what was that? Must have uh, been Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, so like Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, somebody managed to beat Prey in eleven minutes. And in the time that you've been talking about the TV shows that you've been watching, I've watched uh, two speedruns of Prey, one of which was beat the game in uh, seven minutes, and the the one that I'm just finishing watching now beat the game in five minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah, it's, it's not for me. Like, I, I de- I've definitely decided like that the, the team that made it is definitely not the full team that made D- Dishonored. Like, there's no way possible that they made Dishonored 2 and this at the same time frame. No. They get tacked on at the end to help ship it, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe to add polish or whatever, but... Uh, yeah. Just just to be clear, though, like, the, the speedruns of this is, like, they are using, like, glitches and kind of exploits and stuff like that, much like we see in, like, yeah, Zelda right. speedruns and stuff like that, like, managing to get through walls and all that sort of things. Um, which, I mean, it's, it's kind of... It's cool to see people do it. Like, I always... I, I enjoy watching people, like, break games in this way. But still, like, this looks like some really, really bad level design in it. Because the amount of, like, really bad pop-in and stuff like that is quite jarring to watch. But yeah, in- interesting to watch. But yeah, 5 minutes and 14 seconds is the current world record for this, their Prey speedrun. And that is only one of the endings, though, because I think there's quite a few different endings. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the fastest one is just to, like, leave the station. So, like, just basically get to the exit point. Whereas there's other ones where you can like beat bosses and that sort of thing. But yeah, so five minutes. <laughs> Quite funny. Uh, the HTC Vive is outselling the Oculus Rift, but mobile and console VR is still outselling both by quite That's a lot. That's because the Vodafone Smart VR comes free with every shit Vodafone phone you get. Uh, do you mean the, the Samsung one? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's not a good VR, that either. I, any of them. They're okay. Nope. But uh, like, I mean, they're not a patch on like the PlayStation VR or, or obviously the Vive or the Oculus. Uh, okay, uh, Blizzard is uh, integrating MLG to form a new esports division. Yay! Yeah, they've bought no, but they've bought MLG, Major League Gamers. That's the that was the big news story. Yay! I mean, okay. we we aren't really big fans e-sports, of esports. No, yeah. no. Like, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy watching people do speedruns. Uh, and that's about, and the only other time I watch like gameplay videos is of people, like pers- people that I know like streaming a game, or if I want to like see if I would might like a game. Like I, I don't, I know a lot of people just watch like people playing games just for fun. I don't do that. It's not for me. 
and especially so not competitive, especially not competitive games like like Overwatch and uh, like League of Legends and shit like that. I don't, I don't like watching. Stuff it's like. it's cool that some folk do though, and it is a legit sport that fills arenas. But I mean, hmm. uh, it's, it's it's almost worse than Formula One. I would never buy a ticket to see Formula One live when you see more in the telly. It's the same. It's yeah. the same for this. Like, why would you buy a ticket? Formula One is nonsense to watch live. Like, like imagine going to. I get this. You've got one strip like, of yeah. road. One strip yeah, of road to see. One strip of road you can watch and you can see the car like, for, like a split <laughs> second. You're like, oh, there's the car. There's the car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And and once you've seen the car once, it's just going to do the same thing. And then yeah. all you're and then all you're waiting for is just in case it happens to crash on the corner that you're on. Yep. Yep. Which is very unlikely. <laughs> anyway, uh, the uh, standalone Nintendo Switch dock is going to hit Europe on June twenty third. See, this has tempted me now because I've got mine up here and I quite enjoy it. But then I wanted to play it downstairs today when Tasha was at work and I was off. And I couldn't be bothered undoing it and taking it down. Because the one in America initially launched and it was just the dock. This one comes with like the power cable and an HD cable. I don't need an HD cable, but the power cable itself sells at 30 quid. And I thought to myself, I'm not paying like fucking 60, 50, 60 quid for just the dock. Do you know what I mean? Like, So mm. this will probably come out with 70, 80 pound and I might consider it. Yeah, I mean, I may pick one up. I think it depends on like how how much I'm going to use the switch, and we'll we'll get into that uh, that later on. Uh, okay, the PS4 Wipeout game that's about to come out. Uh, oh man, I'm in love with has, this box art. Yes, uh, they've released the box art for it, and basically what it what it is is it comes with like a a sleeve that goes over the top of the box, and it's the exact same design of like the Wipeout PS1 game, the platinum looks, version. It looks so fucking good, man. Oh, man, like, you can only buy it from gameseek.co.uk over here. Mm. I'm sure it is, or shop too. It's one of those. But I'm tempted to get it just for that cover, because that's that's lovely. It's so cool, and, I, like, I, I really... I mean, I don't think it is the platinum one, because there's no platinum band on it. I think it's... Oh, is it just the, the initial one? But, I mean, yeah. like, uh, the game's cheap as well. It's, what, 25 quid? So I might just pick it up with this cover. Yeah, but it looks so cool, um... <laughs> Hats off to Sony for doing this, and I hope they do this with like some of the other ones as well. They need to do this with Crash, like Crash needs this same sleeve thing because that just ticks every single nostalgia box. Yep. But yeah, it looks looks really cool. Crash, um, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I wasn't listening to Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. If that comes out with the original box sleeve, but for the original Crash, like this, ah, mm-hmm. oh, yes, do it, do it, Sony. <laughs> I, I think they will because I think they'll see that this one like. Gets Sales people more. going like, oh, that's cool, um, yeah. and just buying it because of that, like, because that's so nostalgic, man. Like, Sony, I mean, Sony I are really... quite good at capitalising on nostalgia. Hundred percent, yeah. Look at um, that's their, why they're doing Crash and yeah, the <laughs> consoles. Yeah, I mean that's why they're doing Crash and uh, Wipeout and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of Wipeout to be honest. It's too fast for me. It's the no, I, I like Wipeout, but it's the, the what I'm talking about is the 20th anniversary PlayStation console, the PS4. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, do this for Crash. I mean, just do it for all yep. the PlayStation games from now on. <laughs> do it for every every single game. Yeah. Just make it look like a PS One game. I mean, yeah. you will get some like throwback games that will do that. Um, I'm sure. I, can, I don't. Know, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm sure there will be some that come out and they'll have like a optional sleeve like this. Final Fantasy Seven remake, like things like that. Hmm. Yeah, we'll um, okay, uh, Tech Toy is celebrating its 30-year partnership with Sega 
uh, we're bringing out a new Mega Drive. Yeah, they're the ones that done the Mega Drive 3. Now, you know Brazil's like 20 years behind in video games, so mm-hmm. you can get a Mega Drive 3, a Master System 3. They still release games for it over in Brazil, so they're releasing not only a new Mega Drive, but a new Mega Drive game, but it's just really a reskin of something. But then I'm sure, was it Adventure Island? Is just a reskin of Wonder Boy? Yeah, I, I'm, I did read something about that, yeah. It, I can't remember what the game was called, but it was a reskin of Wonder Boy. Yeah, so they're doing that basically for a game. But, I mean, that's pretty cool that Sega are still allowing them to do it, you know. So Sega technically do make consoles still. It's just you have to order them. I really wanted a Mega Drive 3 just for my collection, but I can't find anywhere to get it, like, legit. Like, I would buy one and get it shipped. The Master System 3, there's certain ones of it that look quite cool. Don't get me wrong, there is a lot of them now that are kind of alongside the sort of mini Mega Drive style ones. Mm, But the initial ones that came out, they're really cool, man. See, I just wouldn't buy one because it's not... Made by Sega. Yeah, but they're officially licensed to do so. I know, but it's not made by Sega. <laughs> you're, you're never going to get one by Sega no. ever again. No, I know. Um, okay, uh, so it is the year of the Western this year. <laughs> Too many damn cowboys! <laughs> Too many cowboys. <laughs> That's it, yep. Uh, Wild West Online, the game has been revealed. Uh, do you know when you posted this article I thought it said Wild Wild West Online and I was like oh yeah. yes a Wild Wild West game has got a thing you know most and then I was like read it and I'm like no no it's not it's just a Wild West game I don't care about that <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's a Red Dead like MMO yeah Maybe. don't care about that uh, obviously we know that Red Dead 2 is a cowboy game and Far Cry looks like it's going to be a cowboy game as well although uh, given later news it actually looks like that's probably going to release next year Oh, yeah. Uh, Rossi's mum and sister say hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> uh, Nintendo has been sharing its schedule for E3 2017, and it looks like Mario Odyssey is going to be the big tentpole game, unsurprisingly. So it looks like that's really the only big game that they're showing off. But we're well, open to the possibility of surprises, obviously. Sorry, 365games.co.uk is the one with the exclude. Okay. That's that's a weird one. Why did Amazon not snap that up? Like Amazon, well, because you have to pay for these exclusives, and Amazon's like, we don't need no. to pay, just give us it. And uh, and if uh, Sony had been like, no, no, pay us some money, they'd be like, no, it's okay, it's fine. We'll just leave it. <laughs> we'll give it to someone else. We will pay us. And 365games probably have. Yeah, it's twenty six ninety nine, which isn't bad, and it's uh, it's out basically a month, seventh of June. I don't know if I need it though because I do want that that sleeve, but I don't know if I need the game because I've obviously got that fast RMX, which mm. is enough to fulfil my needs of fast ship racing games. I definitely don't need that game because I don't like Wipeout. Okay, I I did. Do you know I, like I played Wipeout on the the Saturn like so. I'm more associated as being like a Saturn game rather than like a PS1 game. Mm. For me, it was 2097, I think the sequel was the first one I played on the PlayStation. Mm. I mean, the the games are good, they're just not for me, they're way too fast. Okay. Uh, Okay, the next game from the guys behind Tropical is a game called Surviving Mars, which kind of looks a little bit like Tropical, but on Mars. Uh, I, I, actually, I actually think it looks fucking brilliant. Like, I watched the trailer for it, and basically you're, like, creating a colony on Mars, but there's, like, a bit of humour and stuff like that in it. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm Tropical's got humour. Yeah, I've never played Tropical. Oh, man, did you not get it in PlayStation Plus and the PS4? 
I did, but I never played it. Oh, download it. You will absolutely love it. But I mean, I just, I, I'm just not sure about playing a game like that with a controller. I'd rather play it oh, on PC. Try it and cover it next week. Okay, well. Um, okay, the uh, Madden 18 cover star is Tom Brady. Does that mean mm. that he's his team's going to lose all year? Hopefully. But I mean, like, <laughs> he, he um, he's kind of, this will be his last season, I think. So it's kind of, uh, they've got the Madden curse, obviously, they, they call it. And it's usually a younger player that it happens to. And Tom Brady, yeah, I think they've done that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> they've cost them. I'm sure they pay them a lot of money for these things. I'm quite sure they get paid a fortune just for one photo. <laughs> and for probably in adverts as well. We'll have to do some advertising. Hmm. Um, there's a big sale uh, just started on the Xbox One for backwards compatibility. Yes, it's a fucking good sale because I went on it. And, uh, you know, the Ghostbusters game that I really like, uh, it was a hmm. good game. Oh, yeah. is, it Sanct- is it Sanctum of Slime? No, one? no, no. The real Ghostbusters one with the voice acting, it was basically the third film. Hmm. It came out in the PlayStation Ghostbusters, 3. Ghostbusters the video game yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two ninety nine. So I went okay. <laughs> that's that's a, that's fucking cheap, yeah. Yeah, it's the, some of the prices are really good. So if you've got an Xbox One and you need some backwards compatible, half the catalog, literally half the catalogs on it. All the good ones are there. Like they've got Call of Duties on it. They've got Grand Theft Auto Four and the expansions. So and it's cheap, like the budget. If if you have to pick pick one, go for Ghostbusters at two ninety nine. Mm. But is Black Ops two on it? No, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. I think the first Black Ops is on it. Yeah, first Black Ops, which is a better game. Okay. Um, Lego Marvel Super Heroes Two has been announced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't play much of the first one. Uh, this one, I, I think the picture looks cool because it's got Spider Man twenty ninety nine and uh, Spidey going, but it's more of the same in it. Really, we've already had the Avengers and. Yeah, I mean, the Lego Avengers game wasn't that good, though. I mean, it really no. followed the storyline of the Avengers movies. And yes. Like, if you've already seen those movies, it's like... There's nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing through like these movies, and as we know from the Lego movie of a video game, turning like, a two-hour movie into like a 10-hour video game, it's, there's a lot of fucking padding in these movies, even with like three or four or like three movies essentially packed into that Lego mm-hmm. Avengers game. Still, like, it was... It was rough going. I mean, um, that's but, what I felt about it, but like mm-hmm. the Marvel superheroes because it told its own story. It was yeah, kind exactly. of refreshing. Yeah, yeah, it was more not the Vita version because never not the Vita version. I bought it in Vita, and like all of a sudden I'm running through the town, and then it's like, oh wait, Doc Ock, and I'm like, well, I don't know why he's there, but like when I got <laughs> it the PlayStation, it, it's got a whole lead up to that. Like the Vita yep. bit skips out so much, which is terrible because the Vita had done Lord of the Rings so well. I mean, that's the version yep. I played, and it's one of my favorite Lego games. Yep, hundred percent. Um, it was actually a good version of the Lord of the Rings one, but the Marvel one's absolute garbage in the VR. But but yeah, I mean Lego Marvel Superheroes too. Um, cool. I hope they don't like fucking fuck about with like season passes and DLC yeah, again. Uh, because happen. I don't I don't necessarily mind them having like pre order DLC type things that you can pick up at a later date for like a pound or two pound or whatever. That I'm more okay with that. But like this business of having like the season pass and all the extra, the yeah. oh man! For, especially for just characters, like the the one for Lego Batman three Arrow and stuff. That was good. That was okay because they were actual like levels that were new levels that they'd made for the DLC. I was okay with that, but these this business of just like having characters is shit. All the characters be- should be in the game. I'd have been much more excited and much more inclined to plug back in my Lego Dimensions if they'd announced Lego Marvel on Dimensions, which I don't mm-hmm. know why they're not doing it yet. <laughs> I think that's f- probably coming in like Lego Dimensions 
true. true when they eventually yeah. release this and they'll, they'll open the pack with Marvel they'll open and it I, but you know, I, think, I, think it'll, I think they'll go further than that they'll do Marvel versus DC what in the first one and that's what the and that's what the uh, the whole thing will be yeah and then they could add in Star Wars packs and they could add in Star Wars if they want as well Um, okay so Sega's planning to revive major IPs now they didn't say which ones but in an earnings call they've said that they're going to revive some of their major IPs that have been dormant for a while so Fantasy Star Online 2 please Mm -hmm. in the west (laughs) technically that's not dormant and it apparently does really well in Japan but just like they still haven't made it over here like what the Mm -hmm. fuck but yeah, I mean, you could get Altered Beast, Comic Zone, Panzer Dragoon, Decap out, Attack, Run, Decap Attack, yeah, all of these columns, maybe. Shinobi. Shinobi, yep. I mean, they they do have a lot of good games, like or potentially, get like decent, potentially decent games anyway. Because I mean, you could make three D games out of like all of those. I think they should they, did, they should do they columns on on mobile. Like I don't, I don't know why they've not done that. It isn't mobile. Is it? I need it. Hold on. I'm sure it is. Let's look on the on the Google Play Store. Columns. Columns. This columns challenge match three by eBite Studio. Now I wonder if this is actually a columns game though. Do you like the classic columns? If so, you have to give this adaptation a try. No, it's oh, not that's not an adaptation. Columns. It's not. I'm it, sure it looks, it's it's not an adaptation. It's a fucking rip off, is what it is. It looks exactly like columns, but it's nothing to do with columns. I'm sure Sega Columns is on at least the iPhone. And Poyo Poyo, not Poyo Poyo. Um, mean Bean Machine. <laughs> no, not Mean Bean Machine either. Yeah. Fucking Choo Choo Rocket is. Oh, Choo Choo Rocket is amazing. Give me two seconds, I need to get my phone charged anyway. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to look up and see if Choo Choo Rocket's on the Google Play Store. Choo Choo Rocket. I'm sure this is very interesting to the listeners, but we need to know these things. No, there's, there's Shoko Rocket, but no Choo Choo Rocket. I wonder if Shoko Rocket's the same thing. Shoko Rocket looks pretty much the same as uh, Choo Choo Rocket, but a simpler version. But anyway, yeah, so major IPs. Potentially Echo the Dolphin, maybe? We could see that. That'd be an interesting one to bring back. But yeah, any, uh, anyone in the chat want to chime in with any uh, Sega IPs that they think should come back? Just pop it in. But yeah, for me, I want to see Panzer Dragoon in VR. I wouldn't mind, like, Ross said, or Beast sort of Dark Souls mm. style. Yeah, that would be cool, but I mean... They did uh, Shadow of the Beast. Recently. Yeah, but it's not as it was never as good as Alton Beast. No, I don't. I don't know. Did I like Shadow of the Beast better or Alton Beast? I can't remember. Power up. Yeah, but do you know I liked uh, Bloody Roar better? Do you remember that game? Yeah, well, that was a fighting game and nothing it was a, like. Yeah, <laughs> it was not like it, but you was a you were a man and you turned into a beast thing. I liked that. That was cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, Panzer Dragoon would be good in VR. That's the one I want to see. Well, they kind of need linear games after reading the review of that Farpoint. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I've not. I've not. Uh, I've not actually read the reviews yet. We can... it's, just, it's an unreal show, more or less. That's fine. Like that's <laughs> shite for a VR game. No, uh, no. Well, that's kind when of. When there's something like Resident Evil Seven, no. When there's something you want full experiences like Resident Seven that don't scare the shit out of you. Yeah. 
don't know. Did have you read? Have you found out how long it is? Far point. No, I don't care. I'll, I'll find out. Anyway, the next story: um, Xbox One and PCs Phantom Dust re-release. So this is one of Microsoft uh, Xbox One exclusive type games. <laughs> comes out today for free. Free, no monies. <laughs> no monies, but it turns out that it's not like they'd kind of been billing it as like. Uh, either a reboot or like a remake effectively but it's actually just like a polished job and then dumped oh so it's a remaster that's what they call it it's not even a remaster like they've just like polished it up slightly and then released yeah it. like like the Devil May Cry HD collection I would say not even as comprehensive as that because that had new modes and stuff like that and plus all the DLC bundled in with it so I mean this is like a polished up version of a Xbox original game okay so yeah good choice. this is free at least it's free, um, but yeah, when you've got like, look at look at this, Phantom Dust is there. It's free when you can you could get Persona Five or Horizon Zero Dawn or Neo. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like where are your exclusives, Microsoft? Where are they? Well, they're holding back. They are. They're, uh, they're all. Back. They're clearly holding back. Yeah, and I mean. That's fine if they want to do that, but like it looks so bad right now, like the way the year's stacked up, and we're nearly half at the halfway point for the year. Yeah. And Microsoft has released what one exclusive Halo Wars two that didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh no, Choo Choo Rockets off. No, they definitely used to have the Sega Arcade, and it was Columns and the Choo Choo Rocket a hundred percent on the iPhone. Hmm. I mean, you could obviously get them probably from emulators and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And these, like, knockoff versions you could get as well. Um, okay, anyway. Um, oh, I don't know if you read this thing about, like, the Microsoft customer persona. Um, no. But basically it was saying that there's, like, different types of Xbox gamer. And this is them trying to get away from the whole thing of, like, the stereotypical Xbox gamer who only plays FIFA and COD and drinks Mountain Dew and eats Doritos. Okay. And you know, I don't think that people that do play FIFA, just FIFA and COD, eat Mountain Dew. No. Well, they would drink it, but no. Oh, they said drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> they might, they might, uh, they might eat Doritos. But they're more like Buckfast in a fag. Exactly. Yeah, they'll be they'll be having Buckfast in a fag, and there's no Mountain Dew involved. We are the more likely people to drink the Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. And I, drink, I do drink Mountain Dew, and I do eat yeah. Doritos. Do you know, I, I do eat Doritos, I don't drink Mountain Dew anymore. Because it's like, it's so sugary, it's unreal. Yeah. Well, look as, look as age your port of call, because they've took half the sugar out of it. It tastes Ooh. disgusting. <laughs> it's a bit like when yeah. they fucked up Capri Sun. Capri Sun used to be lovely, and so did Sunny Delight. And then it was like, ah, we're not in the 90s anymore. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> goddamn. So these are the different ones, right? They have We have the Expert, the Contender, the connector, the companion, the soloist, the downtimer, the thinker, the puzzler, and the idler. These are the different Microsoft people. <laughs> okay. You're like, okay. Somebody get uh, paid to do that. <laughs> to make that someone, list. someone got paid. And do you know, they didn't just make a list. They made, they made a pie chart. <laughs> oh, wow. They made a pie chart. In that article, there's a pie chart. Good job, guys. Um, okay, uh, Sonic Forces is going to let you play as a custom Sonic character for some reason. 
Oh, this actually looks quite cool. Like, you know, the meme the meme characters, like Sanic and fucking the other ones, like, they've been, like, that you can make them in it. So folk are, like, loving the fact that you can make them. Basically, the third character, you can go, like, a hedgehog, a fox, fucking all different characters, and you, you've got all these customization options. Um, it's better because instead of fucking up a, a new character, they're like, okay, if you can do better, make your own. There's a new Which gameplay is- video showing you. Which is fair enough, I suppose. So, is this the third character they were teasing then? So, you've got modern yeah. Sonic, classic Sonic, and then and like, make your own Sonic. Well, it doesn't have to be Sonic, but yeah, make your own oh. Sonic character. I don't really like that. I don't want to be them. I want to be Sonic. Well, you don't have to play that one then. Can I just be Sonic and not oh, be you could, that? Yeah. This, this kind? I'm, I'm quite sure you could just make... You don't have to be him. You could make Sonic. Like, it's a red fox they've made, but you could make, like, anything you wanted. So, you could technically just oh. make another another Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be a different Sonic. I'll be Sonic Boom Sonic. That's what I'll do. Which is, See, which is where I thought they which, were going. Yeah, oh, I mean, suppose you could do that now if you wanted. Yeah, just tie a necktie around. It's a strange one, though. Like, I mean, Sonic has never had any customization in it whatsoever, nope. as far as I can remember. Nope. But, I mean, we're hearing more about Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania, and that's what's worrying me. Like, where the fuck is Sonic Mania? I should well, I have think, it now. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I think that that's because Sonic Mania is like it's a kind of a, like a one-trick pony almost. It's like the classic 2D Sonic. They can't really tell you or show you any more about it other than like, here's a new level. Just release it. it. Well, yeah, but it's obviously not done yet, so... I, I'm looking... For, I don't know, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I've got it ordered than I would assume it's going to come out in June at some point. Maybe I July. Would, I would hope it was June. But I can't wait to get this fucking Sonic statue, man. <laughs> It's going to be the, the shining jewel in my collection. And I'm going to press it every day until the battery dies. <laughs> uh, okay, Ubisoft in the annual Assassin's Creed leak is finally <laughs> teasing a reveal for the next Assassin's Creed. I, that I, love, I love the way this article was worded. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft teasing a reveal for the next Assassin's Creed that every, everybody pretend you don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, everybody be nice and just act surprised. Yeah, it's like when they, uh, when when the Watch Dogs two got leaked, yeah. and then they were like they did like a big showing of it like the next day, and they're like, and the next game coming is Watch Dogs two, and you're like, yeah, we know, like we seen it three days ago. They should do. Like, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> was it uh, was it Batman Superman or someone like that? When the trailer leaked, they went, oh fuck it, it was going to be a week later, but we might as well release it now because mm. it's the the trailer's leaked in bad quality. So here it is. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all these companies should do. If it leaks, go fuck it, release the trailer right now, or this yeah, one's going to get it. more views, or the fake one's going to get more reviews than ours. Yep. Well, I mean, basically the best the best thing to do is to drop it. Like maybe not for this particular one because the leak is just forever ongoing like someone at ubisoft is just drip feeding data like yeah. to the to the press for some reason i don't know why they're like oh here's a screenshot and here's like this is the title and this is that and this is that no, it could it could be ubisoft themselves just to build hype you know somebody could, could be, be to- but i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so but yeah like for, for those ones yeah totally right they're like they're go like whilst people are like talking about it they're all like we'll drop the real trailer and then get the most views on that particular video because people are like at that point, people are looking for it, and then if you put out the real trailer, then people are already searching for it and being like, "Oh, holy fuck, here it is!" Yeah. And I mean, there could be like some marketing stuff in that where they leak the 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 sort of off-screen version like a day early, and then they go, "Oh, here it is, yeah. good quality and whatnot," and people are like, "Yeah, I found the real version." Blah blah blah. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, uh, Ubisoft has announced Far Cry 5 and The Crew 2. And they're going to be coming in the next year. So it looks like 2018 for those ones. PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah, but this is a cool article, right? I'll probably get Assassin's Creed like eventually. Um, the Crew 2, no way. Far Cry 5, it'll depend on what it is. But the worst thing is, South Park has got another delay. That's the sneaky thing no one's really picking up on in this article. Mm. It was delayed to 2017. Now this article's saying the fiscal year to 2018 so that means this could come out in like february next year when it was look they were showing 15 minutes of gameplay in the opening hour of it so something bad must have happened with this game now i had a thought of what it was andy right and mm-hmm. in, in the tv show they wrote so many episodes already like uh, coming up to the election that they wrote them with hillary as the character as the president because they didn't think america would be so stupid to vote in donald trump now when <laughs> that happened they had to rewrite like the last half of the last season so it fucked mm-hmm. up quite a lot of the episodes and the structure so i think they've put hillary as a character in this game oh, okay well i mean maybe i don't know but i mean they could they could have just left that in yeah, I know, but I don't know. I don't know why it's taken so long because, as we know, the engine was already perfect. Like, all they had to do was some spit shine, expand the map a bit. We'd already seen gameplay last year. Remember, it was meant to be out yeah. last year, and we thought, okay, delaying it because of like you're releasing it during COD season, and then it got delayed to this year. And it's like, okay, I can see it coming out before the summer, and now this comes out just before the summer, saying some point during the fiscal year. Well, they did. I mean, we did already know that. Like they no, did say did, already, we, like fiscal no. fiscal year seventeen eighteen. So that uh, means like the original delay was, the original delay was just two thousand and seventeen. So it's been delayed three times now, technically. Well, no, the original delay was to like January or February, I think it was, and then they pushed it to like this fiscal year business, which is like basically April until April next year. So it could come out any time between that. I, there's no way this game's coming out two thousand eighteen. This game's coming out this year. Yeah. Oh, I would hope so, but the fact that they've kind of been quiet on it since the delays and not explaining... August, August 14th, there's the date. Oh, no. I bet it is. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, why have we not heard more news? Usually a, a publisher will go, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you, here, you do have a point with that. Here, here's the reason why we took it back. Like, even when Batman get delayed, Uncharted get delayed, with the publisher going, hi, and even, like, the Resident Evil, uh, 2, Resident Evil 2 remake team, because it's been delayed slightly and it's not even shown any gameplay footage, have said, here's the reason why we're taking so long. Like, hmm. Train Mac could easily do, like, a spoof video, like, taking the piss out of video game development cycles, you know what I mean? Like, something like that, just to explain it, but no, absolute silence since last October. Yeah, it's a weird one. Because I mean, they, they had that old thing like where they did promos for it. Remember the uh, with that smell thing? Remember? Yeah, they had all the adverts, and then, like I said, we've, there's you can look on YouTube just now. The first hour, the first fifteen minutes game, fifteen minutes gameplay. It's like it was it was ready to launch, and then uh, we'll find yeah. out one day. I'm sure. We'll. Yeah. Um. Okay. The did you know they were making <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations HD? I did not until I read this, but I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Like, because. What the fuck? I, I've got two, and I've kind of never really wanted to dive into the story. I've been playing, as you know, the sort of mercenaries mode a lot in that oh. one, um, because I never ever finished Resident Evil Revelations 1, because this was a 3DS exclusive that then came to the Wii U, and eventually, like, about a year later, it came to PS3 and 360, but at that point, no one was playing the PS3 and 360. Yeah. So, bringing it to the new consoles, fine, because, like, last week I got surprised by a buy when I came back from Italy. Resident Evil Code Veronica sneak launched on the PS4. Mm, yeah, I think, well, they're, they're obviously... They're quite clearly trying to put every single Resident Evil game Which is on the fine platform. By me. Yeah. I have got most of them 
I've got every Resident Evil. I went to look at the Resident Evil bundle in the sale there, Andy, and I own every game on it. Like I've got a Resident <laughs> Evil folder. Um, like I, I cannot wait. Like I never finished Res- Revelations, and to me, it was one of the better Resident Evils because like six uh, was the last one that I finished just before seven, and like it was too actiony. And Resident Evil Revelations kind of. Uh, took it back to what Resident Evil like three and four were like it's kind of in between three and four so it's not quite actiony but yeah it's got the shooting and the good mechanics I cannot wait for this I will buy it and it says value price so I'm thinking mm. 19.99 buy it the first week for 14.99 or 15.99 for plus mm. owners yeah do you know I think I would probably like Resident Evil six yes you would like Resident Evil six yes especially I don't like I don't like the other ones yeah especially on easy difficulty yeah. But like actiony, actiony sounds fun. It's actually not scary at all. There's no like scares in Resident Evil Six. Yeah. It's okay. all like stupid big monsters. Like you know when you actually see the Resident Evil bosses, you're like, how mm. could you be scared of that? But they make them jump out at you in ways that it is scary. And uh, Six, there's no jumping out of anything. It's like you're fighting a giant guy with a massive arm on top of a train, <laughs> and then he transforms into a wolf dog. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's as stupid. Resident Evil Six is as stupid as the movies. Put it that way. Mm. Okay. Uh, there's a SNES-style Harvest Moon game coming to the Switch, the PS4, and the PC. I would buy this if uh, that other Stardew uh, Valley wasn't existing. Yeah, because I'm just waiting for that on the Switch. <laughs> uh, if this comes physical on the Switch, I'll buy it. If, uh, do you know I might still buy it on the Switch, actually, because like, Harvest Moon Harvest is Moon. the sort of game that would be good on Switch, and like Stardew Valley will be amazing on Switch, provided they get it to work okay. Oh yeah, well it should work. It's like an, a sixteen-bit game. I mean, I got it for Xbox One in a sale, as you know, and like mm. I played it. I thought this is phenomenal, but I don't like playing it in the big screen. So, mm. um, Ace Combat Seven has been delayed to two thousand eighteen. Because why is it still a thing? It was uh, sold two copies. Do you know, like I know on the on PS4, it's going to be in VR. Okay. Like, imagine how sick you would get in VR on that thing. Yeah, like holy fuck! Dude. But uh, but yeah, it's been delayed. Uh, I mean, I remember Ace Combat One. I've never ever played any of the other ones. Well, it used to be Air Combat, didn't it? Mm, no, it's been Ace Combat like for oh. Ace Combat One, Two, Three, Four. No, up to it seven. Was, no, it was Air Combat first. I'm sure over here. I don't remember Air Combat. Google it. We, we could find out. Let's find out. Ace Combat. Air Combat. Okay, it's the first console title of Namco's Ace Combat series. Yeah, it was called Air Air Combat, yeah. On the PS1. Mm -hmm. I had it. (coughs) Oh, so they were basically the predecessor to the Ace Combat series. Yeah, I I like... Well, it was the first one. It's basically Ace Combat 1. It's just they changed the name as it went on. Oh, okay. Air Combat is a terrible name for a game. Ace Combat is a good name for a game. Yeah. I mean, like... uh, I have no interest in it. Like, why? I don't get it. Like, if I've got a plane to use in, like, GTA, I'll jump in it, but I don't want a full game where all I can do is fly. No. No, definitely not. I mean, maybe in VR it would be interesting. If they slap the Top Gun license in it, maybe. <laughs> and the Top Gun music and all that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Air Combat, yeah. Okay, you're right, so that's weird. So it was known as it was always known as Ace Combat in Japan, but over here it was Air Combat for the first two games. I think it was mm-hmm. interesting. Did not realize that. So yeah, I'm not a fan of Ace Combat or Air Combat or whatever you want to call nope. it. Nope. 
I bought it because yeah. at the time it was, uh, I don't know if you were like this back in the day, but you, you still sometimes are, but you stick with a franchise that you like. So any of their mm. new games, you're just like, I'm buying that. Like Namco, I like when I first played Time Crisis, that was it. I was a Namco guy, so see all the Namco games, I had to buy mm. them on the PS1. So. <laughs> um, and, and also uh, for Ubisoft, um, Ubisoft uh, has also said that they are releasing another AAA new IP game. Uh, within this financial year, so sometime between now and Im- April next year. Now, improve now, your existing ones, Ubisoft, before you make another fuck up. Well, well, I mean, Ubisoft says new IP, right? To that, to me, that says another Tom Clancy game with a different like uh, franchise name. Uh, like, look at like you, because I mean, they said that Division's they said this with the, the Division. <laughs> They're like, the, this is a new IP. It's a it's fucking not. Tom Clancy game. It's not a new IP. This is some. This is a game in the Tom Clancy series of games. Why? Why don't they fuck off with that and just bring out another Splinter Cell that everybody knows it sells? We've not had one for what four or five years, like maybe even six years now. It came out at the end of the PS3 life cycle, as you know, mm. and then everybody thought it was going to port over, and I, I was one of those guys, and it would it should have ported over, and no, they didn't Never do it. Did. I'll probably get it in backwards compatibility before it happens. Yep. So uh, Ubisoft is revealing the uh, new Assassin's Creed game at E3. It's just been announced. Just, just to Splinter Cell make it better because it won't sell Metal <laughs> Gear now that fucking Kojima's away. Oh, what? Only in America. Look, there's a demo out for Disgaea 5 Complete, but it's only in America. Well, you've got an American account now, Andy. You can download it. And... No, no, no. On, P- on uh, Switch. It's region free. You could technically make a American account. Okay, it's coming to Europe on May nineteenth. Although it's an RPG demo. Ah, no point. Zero yeah, point. Yeah, so zero point downloading that. I'm just gonna buy that game. Because we've the show. If you've never listened before, now has the rule, and it, it it's worked every time. Do not play an RPG demo because if you play the RPG demo and you want to like the game, you'll think it's shit because RPG demos are crap. And you play the game yep. and it's nothing. They showed they showed probably the worst part. RPG demos always do it. Yeah, absolutely awful. I mean, even like with like amazing games like Mass Effect Andromeda, like uh, uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, like yeah. the demos for these games are terrible. World of Final Fantasy as well. There's three yeah. examples just off the top of my head. Yeah, and the demos are all really really bad um so don't play the demo just buy the game if you want it um there is a cool deal at game just now andy uh, i know we hate game but for 350 pounds you buy the vr headset and they're giving you away farpoint resident evil 7 and two months on now tv for free do you get the gun with farpoint uh oh the spazzy looking fucking hospital crutch no no sale do you know what this would be a good deal if they added in move controllers and a camera I would buy this. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose it's kind of assuming that you already have those in it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like an extra 60 quid on top of that. Have you seen the move controls have gone right back down in price? Yeah. It was yeah. so funny because, remember, at one point they were £40. £40, £40 for one. Pound. For one. Yeah. But two weeks before it, they were like 20 quid, £15. See, like I sold mine a while back. Like uh, after the VR like announcement and stuff like that, um, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not getting a VR," and sold them uh, for like eight pound each. Yeah. And then as soon as the VR came out, it's like they went up so much in price. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. But now they're like now they're like fifteen pound. I'm like, okay. Yep. 
they really should have come up with something better than going, let's get rid of all these old moves. I'm quite sure PlayStation could have developed something more accurate and something that looked more appealing to go with a sexy new VR headset instead of using the fucking uh, microphone dildo Illuminous things. Well, I mean, that's part of like what this gun thing is. Because like, the gun thing is a new new like generation of the moves. It looks terrible. Essentially. I mean, it looks stupid, but when you're in the VR headset, you don't fuck. You see a gun in your hands. That's it. Yeah, but it's kind of shite. I know what I know what you're meaning. Like you're you're going to feel it as a gun, but like see when you actually look at it, it looks like a hospital crutch, like the side of a hospital it, bed. It does. It does. But they've made it look not too much like a gun, but feel like a gun, so that it doesn't. So they get around the whole like people using it in like robberies and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It looks like some blue Peter would make for a second. <laughs> it's like it's made, it looks like it's made out of like uh, PVC toilet tubing, like made on blue Peter. It but, looks like but, it looks like uh, the gutter pipes at the side of your house. Somebody's yeah. made it that, yeah. But I mean, if if you're actually in the game holding it and look down, you're going to have a gun in your hands, and it's going to feel like a gun in your hands. So like that is cool to yeah. me, and like Jeez. I really, I really, really want it like, so badly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like it, it burns me. It not, burns me up that I'm not playing it right now. It's not. It's not a system seller at all. It is. It, I need it. It is. I need it. I need it. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> that's all the news. Okay. So we'll move on to the games we have played this week. Do you want to go first? Do I go first? Um. Oh. Oh. Just one. One last thing. Um. Injustice reviews came out. Yeah, they're quite good. But I expect that. And it's pretty much like eights and nine. Out that was the same as the first one, though. Yeah, and uh, like, well, I mean, most of the reviews that I've read have said that it's actually like taken the first one and improved on almost every that's, area. That's, that's what we should do. Well, yeah, totally, but but not everyone does that, as we know. No, um, but they've also said like the storyline is like a real strong point for it and stuff like that. So, like, I, I can't wait to like jump into the story. Don't like, get the me story wrong, was like, amazing in Justice. Uh, the storyline the first one was amazing like it should have won awards the comic series was brilliant like I do want to get Injustice 2 but it's just because the week after I've got a fighting game for the Switch that for me is a better fighting game no it won't have a better story I'm not I'm saying that right now but Street Fighter is a better fighting game have you seen have you seen the first person thing in Street Fighter in Street Fighter yeah it looks cool the Hadouken mode apparently it's like terrible I don't care. I'm buying it for Street Fighter, not to fucking play that. It looks cool. I'll give it. You need you need to play that and like like tell me how bad it is because I bet you the game is amazing, right? But that yeah, yeah. mode is awful. Yeah, it will be. It will be. But I think that will be in VR when this game, unless it's a full on Nintendo exclusive. But I doubt it. I give it like six months to a year, and it's out in PlayStation. Mm. That will be in VR. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But no, like uh, Street Fighter Two, like it's it's like uh, Ultra Street Fighter Two is, like I don't get me wrong, like Injustice is more a game that it's a story game. I don't see it as it is a fighting game, but you know it's it feels more like a, you're playing a story because of the set pieces they use. Because mm. like it was the first one that kind of like inspired the new Mortal Kombat to be able to like punch through scenery and like go into new arenas and stuff like that. Well, Mortal Kombat originally done it like years and years ago. You could throw folk down a stage or punch them up a stage, but this took it to another level where you can like punch some through the building and then start the fight in the building and I like the way the story kind of progresses that you just play as the next character that's shown up in the scene and I will get Injustice 2 and probably like by this time next week I will have it because I always do this with games that I really want that I'm saying I'm going to wait in this one but <laughs> um, we'll see we'll see okay um, so alright moving on to games we've been playing um, I-, I will jump in first did you play the Playstation Plus games 
what ones? The ones from, for me. The ones for me, not yet. No, no, no. What what ones were they? Um, the ones for the uh, PS4 were Alienation, Tales from the Borderlands, uh, Laser, Disco Defenders, and Type Rider. Oh, sorry, no, because I've been I've not even downloaded them yet. Okay. Well, they they are out now. You can download them. We'll do plus points next week then. Sweet, cool. Yeah, I need to check out Alienation because like I really did like Dead Nation, mm. which is and it's made by the same people, and uh, they also made Resogun as well. House Mark. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, have you played Tales from the Borderlands? No. Play it. You I play don't it. like Borderlands though. I don't like Borderlands either. Uh, in fact, I would go so far as to say I, uh, like, I hate Borderlands. I played a lot of it and it was shite. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is really good. Okay, I'll give that a go for next week. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll do plus points next week. Um, apart from that, I played... Did I play Zelda? No, I didn't play any Zelda. Uh, did I play... <laughs> the game that lasted Andy forever. <laughs> I know, I know. I didn't play any Zelda. Um, I, I think that I only played two games that I can think of. I think that I'm sure they only play two games. Let let me double check. Um, but anyway, I played the that NBA game that we got. NBA Playgrounds given to us, Lovelinger by the company that makes it. Which, Which... I can't remember the name of. Yes, <laughs> that's why I was speaking like the train room. But, uh, but yeah, um, it was the first time they ever said mentioned that you've been given it for a review. I mean, I mean, we always do that anyway, like just for openness. S- yeah, but the the company the company explicitly saying yeah, yeah mentioned that we gave this to you for review. Okay, so Saber 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 Interactive Saber Interactive Saber Interactive, right? So, so yeah, they gave us uh, they gave us this for review. Um, and I think you actually bought it, and I and I got the review code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which um, which I mean, I was interested in the game, but probably probably not enough to actually go out and buy it, but. Uh, having actually played the game a little bit now, it's actually a very good little basketball game. Yeah. Very good. Uh, it's very simple to pick up and play, but very I would say it's quite difficult to master it. Um, That's corny, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. Like, uh, it is difficult to score until you can until you work out the mechanic of shooting. Because like me, me and Bethany were playing it, and she couldn't like work out how to score. Like she was fine with like passing the ball around and stuff like that. But then, like any time she would shoot, she would miss. So, like, I was like, "Well, there must, there must be something that I'm missing here." So, like, I played through like the tutorial type bit, and it's like, right, read the thing, and and then it's like, you shoot, and if you shoot too early, it misses. If you shoot too late, it misses. If you release the ball just at the right time, it'll go in the basket, which is exactly basically how basketball works. Yep. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm like, yeah, okay, that like makes complete sense, and like, like once you get this sort of feel for it. It's relatively straightforward, and if you like, if you miss, it's your fault. Yeah, it's totally your fault. You, in this, you never go, ah, fuck, stupid game. If you miss a basket, you're always like, ah, for fuck's sake, and you blame yourself, which hasn't happened to me in a sports game for ages. Like, usually I blame it um, on that. But I'll jump, I will do this as a round table. Like, yeah. I, last week I was telling you the shooting was difficult, but it's not. It's like, once you've figured it out and you've got two players that you can, once you get used to the two players, um, because you choose two players, and you can choose two players in this game from any team, unlike NBA Jam, uh, which you had to use the same team, you can mix and match. You can have like Magic Johnson, who I've just unlocked, and like uh, Dwayne Wade. Like you can pair characters together. Um, but like 
I think that this is one of the first sports games where you can really f- tell a difference between each player. Like, and they've all got different stats, but mm. if you change your player to a different guy with different stats, you will feel the difference. Like, you won't be making the dunks as easy. Like, I've got a player that's really good at three pointers and a player that's really good at dunking, so that I've got it mixed up, but both of them are shit at blocking. So I changed them over to another guy that's kind of middle of the road. And the, the the intricate differences between the players for a game like this, like a small arcade sports game, is fucking incredible because even in my ice hockey game, I don't really feel much of a difference between each ice hockey player bar the stamina bar, you know? So, like, this is really making me trying to pick and choose and find the two characters that I've got the sweet spot for because I tend to more go for, like, the jazzy dunks rather than three-pointers because I'm shit at them. And But you need to then back it up with somebody that can block well or the other team will run right over you. So I, give my, I take my hats off to them for fucking <laughs> being able to make me see a difference in a sport that I'm not really a fan of. Like, I'm, I've been watching the playoffs. Like, I don't mind, like, American football playoffs, but I won't watch the whole season of basketball. But... I mean, like, I've always liked the dunk contest and NBA Street and NBA Jam games, but they've really made me fucking, like, dig this game. It's so, like you said, it's simple, but it's really difficult to master it. Like, anyone can pick it up and have a go, but to get really good at it, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I do like how it's, you can play co-op on the, just sitting on the couch with the two controllers popped off. Um, that's cool. So, I mean, it's, it is very simple, like I said, but difficult difficult to actually get the hang of the, the shooting and whatnot. Like, like Bethany's probably a bit too young for this game. I mean, maybe kids like 10 would yeah. be able to kind of get it a bit easier that are more if you can play, if your if your kid plays FIFA or NBA or yeah. any yeah. of those sports games, then they're old enough to play this. 100%, yeah, 100%. But yeah, I mean, like, even, even though we were both, like, even though we were both terrible at it, because we were both, like, working out how to play the game, uh, I've still had a lot of fun playing it, and, like, it's cool that you can play, like, two, like, you plus another person against, like, the computer. Or, I mean, I suppose if you had four controllers, you could probably play four players all together. And it yeah. reminded me of that, of, like, the advert, like, for yeah. the first Switch advert, where there was, like, the people playing the basketball game, just, mm-hmm. like, around, sitting on a basketball court playing this basketball video game. Obviously, that was, like, more realistic graphics and whatnot. That was, uh, like, 2K18. Sorry, that's a game yeah. that's coming out at the end of the year, 2K18. Yeah, but but I still, like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, they actually showed something, like, in a concept sort of scenario that uh-huh. could potentially happen. And I'm like, I'm actually doing the thing that they showed me in the advert. I never do this. <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of those really cool games, like you said, for, like, Street Fighter or, like, Mario Kart, where the Switch is perfect if you're out and about and you can, the guy, so if you're sitting beside somebody in, like, the bus and the train that aren't going to run away with your Joy-Con, you can be like, yeah, yeah do, you want to, do you want to play? And it, it's a perfect game for showcasing what the Switch can do because mm. at any point you can play multiplayer with the Switch. No console has ever been, no console was launched with two controllers unless you buy a bundle. Do you know what I mean? Like, but the way oh, that's sw- not That's not technically true. What console? Master System 1 had two no, controllers. No, no, that's uh, wrong. That's wrong. That's Super, a special edition. Super, Super Fam- Price- no, sorry, the Famicom. Famicom had two controllers. No, 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 no. Not, not at launch. It came with one controller because I had Famic- print- No, Famicom did. Okay, maybe Famicom. I'll give you Famicom, but it never came out here. Okay, in my life, every console that I've had <laughs> always came with one controller the majority of consoles come with one controller the switch naturally has two playability in it and this game showcases it amazingly like i absolutely love it like i don't think tash will be able to play much of it um but i'm swaying more and more towards like if i can buy a game in the switch i will mostly because i can play it off screen but hmm. um 
this this game felt like like see the NBA Jam games they were a bit more complicated they were like NBA 2K18 or the EA Live one but they weren't as serious like you could do the crazy dunks the characters were a bit big head versions cartoonish mm. um, NBA Jam was totally arcade you pushed the button you scored I mean you've played it before it was a lot simpler yeah. this this one's kind of in between street and jam it's not quite overly simple but it's not quite overly complicated yeah i mean like the game the the basketball game that i really liked and that i've always tried to find a basketball game that lived up to this since then was nba live 96 i think it was on the on the mega drive and it was simple but you did have a full basketball team and whatnot but it was dead simple you just passed the ball around and you shot and you had like a skill button and you could do certain tricks. moves and whatnot like little yeah little bits and pieces of tricks and it was fun to play because it was simple and any of the other NBA games that I've played since then, like I think the next one I would have played would probably be like PS3, and I was like, oh, I like this basketball game back then. I'll try this basketball game on a PS3, yeah. and I'm like, this is so fucking complicated, like absolutely yeah. needless. Don't want, yeah. don't want this. Yeah. Um, and then try, I tried the one on the PS4. I think it was uh, NBA Live. Yeah, the one we got free on Plus, 2K15 or 16, whatever it was. Um, tried that, and I'm like. Oh yeah, no, too complicated again. This is not for me. So, but this game, this game is absolutely perfect. It does away with all the bullshit and gives you just a straightforward basketball game that's fun to play. There are only two players on a team at a time, but you don't need any more than that. It's, I mean, the actions, the actions, still fast and frenetic, and you still get the exact basketball experience that you would, that you would ever want. Yeah, and so when you score no... a dunk, you still go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, you still get all the skill moves, and like, uh, it still looks fucking cool when you manage to like do like an alley oop or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was badass. Um, yeah, but yeah the, there's no got... need for this this NBA game coming out in the year. None. Well, there is because like that's the deep one. It's for the people that are fans of the sport and they like the teams. And I've got it pre-ordered. I'm not going to lie, but that's because I liked. I bought. I bought the one recently. Uh, last year's one. Uh, 2k17 i think it would be yeah and i really liked it because the story mode in it was phenomenal i think i talked about that a few weeks ago it's free to play um the prelude and you play your college years and your character transfers over i really liked that but i mean you can tell when you're getting into a sports game late if you know what i mean so i really Mm. didn't like that um but playing it on the switch is a whole nother thing for me because like if i'm sitting playing a game like assassin's creed tasha will be like okay you're playing a story game see if i'm playing the hockey she'll be like right get it off i've got the telly on so see to be able to have a sports game in the switch is perfect for me um Mm. this one it doesn't have too many modes you've got exhibition online well online's not yet i don't think that i don't need it yet um i do want to play you at it um but (laughs) We can have our NBA Jam on Fire game again. Oh my god! You, <laughs> you were in my team, I think. Um, but we played. Um, there's tournaments in this, so you play like four four games in different states, like New York, uh, Tokyo, and you get different arenas. But you also unlock different things, like you unlock different balls, you unlock different moves for each individual player. You rank them up from bronze to gold, um, and you can you can still rank them up playing exhibitions, which I'm kind of going to have to do, like because a lot of the players in the second tournament in Tokyo are gold players and they're fucking just beasting me. So I unlocked actually, you know, you've got your skill moves like an NBA Jam. I think you could you you had to run over the pickups in the court um but in this one you have to like do like uh you know how you can do the dodge move 
like uh, mm. you t- tap the right analog stick which is really easy and you dodge around them or you like you run or you block the ball it builds up your meter and you get like a, a special move that oh, the ball goes on fire and you basically sh- you can shoot from anywhere or like the next one that I unlocked is dunks course dunks give you double so every dunk gives you four points and I really like that um now I know you've got a different opinion but see the card element of it I like it because I do like the idea of Ultimate Team. I just don't like the monetization of it, like the buying packs. Mm, Now, the way that these people have done it is they've presented their unlocks as a pack, which Andy will talk about in a minute, obviously, but I like it as in I don't have to pay $1.99 for another pack. Every time that I level up, like because you've you've got player levels for your character cards, but you've also got like a player level for like Ali Kenobi, like my sign-in. So I'm like level 5 now. I'm nearly at level 6. When you get to level 6, it gives you a pack. And if you've played these tournaments, sometimes it will give you an extra trophy bonus, like perform one alley-oop, get four blocks, do like uh, three three-pointers, and it gets you gold points. Now, your gold points will get you a gold, gold pack of cards, and that gives you your Legends players. So... I was looking at the, the, the Twitter and they're already adding in more players, they're adding in more packs, they're adding in more unlocks and they've already listened to the fan base that they want co-op online as well because just now it's just one-on-one and the other players AI. I like that this, this company's listening to their fan base. So what I said they should do is, I've had a few double cards, I should be able to swap them with you. I want card swapping in it. Okay. And yeah, the other thing is the resolution, I have to say... The resolution in the Switch, while it's not goddamn unwatchable, when you put that on the TV, you can see for the first time on any Switch game a huge fucking difference. Any Switch game I've played has not been that different, if any difference, especially like Zelda. This game looks kind of faded and not as shiny and nice. It doesn't detract me from it because I've been playing it mostly on handheld mode, but um, on the TV it looks better. Do you mean it looks worse or better on the TV, sorry? It looks much better on the TV. Like that extra boost that they talked about it certainly mm. goes into play but they're already talking about a patch to fix it so the other thing i like is the hd rumble in it when the whistle goes you can actually it goes like the whistle mm. on the rumble and it feels kind of cool but i had to turn it off when playing it at night because it kept waking up tasha um but yeah anyway what do you think about the card packs the unlocks all that stuff like i know you had a slightly different opinion a week ago yeah i mean uh i haven't played it extensively enough to get so in depth with the card packs and stuff like that um but i, I definitely see what you're saying it was a little bit jarring when like it's the first thing you do when you put the game is like oh here here's some packs yeah it felt like, oh, okay it? here we go like, what's this it felt but, like a premium but, game <laughs> yeah I, I do think it was a mistake for them to put that in like right off the bat um i think they should have waited until after your first match to unlock those but just, i get why yeah. i get yeah. why they did it like that they, they should have had probably just like two default players you start off with and everyone plays the first match with those and then after you complete your first match you unlock more packs but i understand why they've why they front loaded that so people have different players to start off with and they get the concept of like opening the packs and whatnot but yeah, I mean that's the way they've chosen to do it. That's that's fine. It's more of a design choice than anything else. But I do I do like it because it does make you want to play more, and it does make you want to go. Oh, I wonder what like I'll unlock unlock next sort of thing. Um, yeah. And it gives you that feeling of progression, which you don't often get in like a sports game. Because a lot of time it's just like all the shit's unlocked, and you can just like yep. play an exhibition match in any arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in most most sports games are like that. But this one they've chosen to do it a little bit differently. It feels more like they've done a sports game, but in the vein of a fighting game. Yes, like old, but like an old school fighting game where like some of the like they ha- you have your starter content and yeah. then everything else you unlock as you play through the game. Yeah, so like yeah, so like remember the old fighting games? You would play through it, 
complete complete it with one character and then you would unlock a new character or a new level, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what this feels like to me. Yeah, so I, I, like- I like I like the way they've done it. Yeah, I, I totally like that. It's a total throwback. This game, uh, obviously, it looks a lot nicer, so probably wouldn't have run, but it feels like a Mega Drive era basketball game, uh, like NBA Jam. And, like, I love the, like, NBA games like I do play now and then. I'm not the biggest fan of the sport, like I've said, but, like, I used to love the NBA games, like the, like I said, the street games. I had every one of them, one, two, and three. I really wish there was another one coming. But this has come out, and, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of NBA Jam. Don't get me wrong, I liked the one in the PS3 and stuff, but the one in the Mega Driver wasn't great. I think it was because I had the Space Jam game at the same time. Okay. <laughs> now, the only player that I can see never coming into this game is Michael Jordan because of the price of his license. But you never know if they sell enough. They could always because Michael Jordan's a brand name. He's he's probably a bigger brand name than the Beckhams. To be honest with you, that's another big sport name. Um, because obviously Jordan's shoes. Jordan Jordan's what you call your shoes. Like and obviously that's the name of a yeah. basketball player yeah. for those kids that don't remember. But Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player to ever lived, and I'm glad to have grown up and seen some of his matches on TV. Um, but like I don't think he will ever make this game. But I mean they've got the likes of Shaquille O'Neal, Magic Johnson, Allen Iverson. I think Dennis Rodman's in it. Like a, a lot of players that are recognisable, and obviously they've got the new players like Dwayne Wade um, and I, I mean there's there's loads of characters I don't understand or, or don't like know who they are but hmm. the fact that it says that I've got one out of six characters for this like fucking basketball team makes me want yeah. to collect it's like the Pokemon oh, sort of yeah. thing I've, I've got to get them all <laughs> it's like the sticker I think it's more like the sticker book remember the old yeah. sticker books used to get like oh, sort of, of course, like... Yeah. so again a 90s throwback and like I said hmm. before the Switch came out Andy I was right in that sort of era and mindset for games like this so this game's perfect for me just now. It's 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 good as well because sports games, as you know, you can't complete them. Well, you mm. can complete this sports game by collecting them all. And also, there is also extras to it because you can get special editions of the cards that will make you keep playing because you can get legend versions and epic versions. So hmm. you've got two different versions, of, well, three different versions of the card. And if you draw like a card you've already got, it levels up your current card. You know, it gives you like 100 XP to your character. Hmm. So it's quite it's quite cool. So even if you get a pack of characters you already own, it's still doing you a bonus. But I've not opened up a character yet. I don't have a cat. I, I played in every team though, so um, I mean, I, I love it. I fucking, I really enjoy this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it as well. Uh, it's perfect, like pick up and play game, play one match and then put it down. Perfect. Oh yeah. Well, I got addicted to it the other night and sat and I, I wanted to get the the trophy and see. Mm-hmm. Stupidly, if I get beat, I kept quitting the game. What I forgot was, right, if you finish the game, you still get XP, which will make it easier next time. Ah, okay. So, like, I was quitting the match, quitting the match in a temper, because I do that with every sports game. If I lose, I don't like I lost my record in my season. <laughs> and, like, then then I realised, hold on, this isn't like that. It's not got win and loss records. Like, you know, when you're, if you're playing NHL franchise yeah, mode, yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah. So I kept quitting, and then one of them I lost at the last minute because the guy got like the special bonus and threw it from the other end of the court, and it went in on the buzzer, and he beat me by three points. I was like, no. So that happened, and then like my characters leveled up, and it was easier the next time. And I'm like, ah, okay, okay, I get you. So yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna rate this game here because obviously like Andy might not talk about it much, but I, I'm gonna give this a solid because it's a. Are you ever gonna give it the five out of the out of five or the out of ten? Maybe ten. I'm gonna give this a solid nine out of ten. There's certain bits it could improve on. It's not a perfect game, but nine out of ten because it's fucking phenomenal. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably go an eight. Uh, and obviously, like uh, I haven't got so much into it as, as what you have, but uh, certainly, yeah. I mean, the gameplay mechanics are very good, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, and this is 
this is from two non-basketball fans, so I would yeah. <laughs> for the price for the price point as well. I think it's seventeen ninety nine on Switch and fifteen ninety yeah. nine on other consoles. I would I would suggest picking this up if you're a basketball fan or you're just you you miss NBA Jam and you've got twenty quid. Fucking just buy this. You're not going to regret it. There's there's something in it for most people. If you know what you're buying this for, if you know it's if you're not wanting an in-depth sports game with like fucking stats, statistic. Although it does even of that. Like, see if you go into the player card, you can read his stats and you can flip the card and it's got actual facts about the real life players. Oh, cool. I do. Which I didn't realize that. Yeah, which is a nice wee touch. So, um, I would recommend it for everybody. Basically, like, I, I would say younger kids, like, if as long as they're playing sports games, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Any, yeah. any, if they're just in the Minecraft only stage or Lego game stage, and and can just manage a Mario level, but you have to help them a bit, then they're too young for it. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say like probably nine, ten is the sort yeah. of kid kid age for these, this game. But uh, anyone older than that will be absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the only other game that I played this week was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Ooh, yes. I, I, which, I said I played it last week, but what did yeah, you Yeah, which came through yesterday. Um, okay, so this is an interesting one because I really, really like this game on the Switch. Great game. Um, and the, uh, sorry, on the, on the Wii U. Really, really enjoyed it. And the Switch version improves it graphically tenfold. It looks fucking amazing on the Switch, especially on the big screen. Like, it's it's a beautiful game. The course design obviously hasn't changed or anything. It's still just yeah. as good in that regard. The one issue that I have with it is the controller. It's, well, again, I'll, I'll point out Pro Controller is perfect. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> and this is why I need to buy a Pro Controller now, because none of the control schemes feel right to me. Yeah, like I've tried. I've tried playing on like one one Joy-Con, two Joy-Cons, the Joy-Cons you... in the grip, the the Joy-Cons attached to the side. I'm like, and it feels okay when they're attached to the side, but it's the triggers. The triggers are not what I need to drift. Like, cause I, I like I play the game drifting as you have to do that to like yeah. to get decent times and whatnot. Um, like because it's funny because like Ashley's playing it and she's like, oh, I don't use that. <laughs> like what the fuck? How do you like? How do How'd you, you play? <laughs> she even cart, bro. <laughs> she she plays she plays using the motion control, like wow. turning wow. the tiny Joy-Con. <laughs> like, wow. what you, what? Uh, this is why this is why I need to buy this is why I need to buy the wheel so that she can turn the wheel. But mm-hmm. even even then, like the motion control, is, I mean, it does work, but it's not for me. But no. do you know what? What I realized is that like when I was first playing it, I was playing it just with the Joy-Con without the grip attached to it. It's better with the grip because I've played all control schemes yeah. for it. Yeah. So it would definitely be better with the grip because, like, see, when I was playing with the thing, I feel like I'm, like, my hands are just, like, absolutely cramped up. I'm like, what the fuck? This is not working. Um, but playing with two Joy-Cons didn't really feel any better. Playing with, uh, playing them with them in the grip, I felt was a bit too cramped. And they were, it was all right when it's played in handheld mode, but I still felt that the triggers are not good enough. For uh, for proper drifting. No, um, if you play so, if you play to the higher level, like I'm not saying me you are the bre- the greatest at it, but if you were yeah. ever coming down here to play it, I, I, unless you're a pro controller, I would recommend not playing it because <laughs> I I tried it in the plane. Like it's passable with the mm. the Joy-Con grip that's included yep. with it, but I mean handheld mode's almost unplayable because like it's it's if you play this, you get intense with your hands. If you know what I mean, so your hands mm. get sore. With the only way I can play it's the pro controller because it's so smooth. Mm. I would say that it, it like the uh, the sticks are just a wee bit too small on the the Joy Cons as well. Yes, 
for for proper like cornering because I, I did find myself like falling off a few times and I'm like well I would not normally fall off this corner and I know I'm a bit out of practice with this game but like like I know this course do you know what I mean I, I'm not going to fall off this corner yeah so but, but yeah I mean like so what it's done really is it's highlighted the need for me to buy a pro controller don't get me wrong for most games it's, but it's a great, great game yeah. oh yeah totally but I mean it is a great game like it's just that for me the way that I play Mario Kart I need to have the pro controller which is a shame because like I did always play Mario Kart 8 using the uh, the tablet and I was absolutely fine with that uh, and I, th- I thought it was actually quite good for controlling it because I think it's because the triggers on it you had more space and the triggers were chunkier yeah yeah, I think that's what it is, and they just felt a bit more responsive. These ones feel more like clicky buttons. Um, so yeah, definitely Pro Controller is needed for uh, for Mario Kart 8 for me. But like, apart from that, the game's great, plays great online. Uh, done a bit of single player and online last night and today. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, again, it is the same game as Mario Kart 8, but it is the best version of Mario Kart. Yeah, you've got four extra by, characters, by far. and that's, that's mm. it. And, I, and you've got the battle mode that I've not tested yet, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, battle mode was never for me. I, I never really liked it, but uh, I've al- I always loved to play in the Grand Prix and being able to play online is is good as well. Yeah. I, I don't know quite how the online partying and up and whatnot works. Yeah, I've not really looked into that. We just jumped in and played some random people who were all amazing at it for some reason. Yeah, well, they've had they've had years on the Switch to play, uh, Wii U to play it. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus, obviously, it's been out on the Switch for a wee bit now. But yeah, it's a good, good game. I got the, the other thing that I wanted to know about it was that I did order it on Amazon and got it like delivered at like 8 o'clock in the evening, which is the first time that I've been able to do that with a game. It's like when I was ordering it, like, okay, uh, oh, next day delivery, okay, cool. Or, sorry, same day delivery because I ordered it after midnight. And I was like, okay, because usually I would just order it and get next day, like mm-hmm. with Prime shipping, that's fine. But then there's the option to change it to. Uh, same day, I'm like, but oh, late, same day. Night, it's like, yeah. yeah, same day, but between six and ten, I think it was. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I'll play Mario Kart when I get home from work, and uh, sure enough, like it arrives about eight o'clock. Yeah, don't uh, see if they gave me that option continuously. Like, see if even if it was um, a pre-order for a game that was coming out, because sometimes I'm at work the day the game's out. I would rather have it delivered to my door mm. at seven or eight o'clock when I'm home, rather than like fucking nine in the morning, and then I have to pick it up on my next day off. Mm. Yeah, that is annoying. I mean, most of them, though, like, with stuff like that, they'll just deliver it through your letterbox. They can't here, obviously, because I don't have a proper letterbox because oh, of the flats. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Right enough. But, yeah, like, I, I did uh, I, I did like getting that. It was, it was quite cool. I did also... I have also pre-ordered Injustice because, I, like, I've been... Um, by the way, there's no game in History 101 tonight. Oh, so right. I was wondering. I was like, yeah. Andy, I've not spoken in this two minutes <laughs> I know, I know we don't like so we can we can run over a few minutes it's, it's fine um but but yeah like uh i, I have also pre-ordered uh, injustice 2 because i need to play a game that has like a good story but also doesn't have zelda. like two no no i mean zelda doesn't i wouldn't say it's got a great story i'm not in zelda for you the story i'm in zelda no, no, I know, but I'm in for the adventure. I'm in for the long haul of Zelda. That is going to last me <laughs> years. <laughs> that game, years. Um, but yeah, like I need, I need a game to just kind of bring me back to like getting to being right into games again because I keep jumping about between all these like real shit games and like being like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, this is okay. This is okay. So I need something that goes like 
boom, this is a great fucking game. Um, and it's just like immediate and doesn't require me to jump in and like explore an entire world. So like I'm hoping that Injustice will do that for me and it'll just be a game that I'll be able to stick it on, blast through it in a couple of days and uh, get a good experience from gameplay and story and not have to like go and explore a whole giant world and all that sort of shit and level up and all that nonsense. I, I know there is leveling systems in Injustice and whatnot, but... Uh, it, I think it's just going to be a bit more of an immediate game for me rather than like this long haul business that I've been going on because I need something that is not <laughs> so big. <laughs> These big worlds are uh, stuck in me dry, and we've got like Shadow of Mordor coming this year as well. Uh, Sh- Shadow of War, sorry, it's coming out in August. That I know I'm going to be getting day one and Assassin's get Creed. Into it. and the, well, Assassin's Creed looks like it might not launch till next year now. But we'll see, we'll see. But but yeah, that's uh, that's all I played. Um, so like I said, Gaming History 101 is not going to be on tonight. Uh, Fred will be on the B team later on, however, so I'm sure he can explain himself to the to the class. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Ali, we have some time, a little bit of time anyway. So what did you play? Well, I didn't I didn't play too much, but like I said, I played NBA playgrounds most of the week, to be honest with you. And I've been watching some of the the NBA the basketball playoffs because I mean I get free sport on my TV, so why not? Um, so I've been basically playing that as that's been on the telly. Um, uh, so I, I've only really played a couple of games. Um, I played Rise Son of Rome finally uh, on oh my God. The Xbox One, right? And it started okay. I really liked that. I liked the whole um, hit them and then the skull appears, you hit the finisher and they flash blue, you push the blue button and the flash yellow, you push the yellow button. It was quite cool. But I hate, it goes after the total and it goes, oh, my story began a long time ago and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then it puts you back to the start of like his life basically or his life as a soldier and it does another tutorial and it's one of those shit tutorials where it's like Assassin's Creed style training that everybody goes, nope, don't go in the arena near the house. You know, Ezio is because you do sword sparring. And it's like, mm. you must perform three perfect blocks. And it's like, no, not quite. Try again. No, not quite. Try again. And I'm like, fuck me. I was, I can block sufficiently enough. Like, what if I don't want to be the perfect blocking player? And uh, does this mean I'm going to perfectly block for the whole game? No, it's not. So why do I need to do three perfect blocks for me to progress the story? So done that for 10 minutes, couldn't get a perfect block, not even one of them. I was blocking the guy's hits, so I didn't know what it wanted me to do. Followed the on-screen prompts. I was pushing the block button. Uh, so I deleted the game. I was like, <laughs> such a shame because like I was enjoying parts of it. It didn't cost me anything. It was part of um, the games with gold. And, yeah. And, like, why does a game after a tutorial, a bit like Assassin's Creed 3, why did it teach me how to climb again after I'd just done a fucking three-hour mission before it? Do you know what I mean? It's like, are you joking? So, yeah, I just deleted it. I mean, like, that sort of circling, like, fencing, almost sparring in games with swords, the time for that has gone. Once you've told me how to hit with a sword in the opening mission, don't then force me into an arena until I get it three times perfect. You know, fuck off with that shit. I mean, the game looked okay for an Xbox One launch game. It looked fine for a game that used to be a Kinect on the 360 game. But, I mean, I, it just didn't interest me in a way. Like, I thought, I could play this. It plays quite okay. But once it done that and locked me in that, like, sort of circle with sidestepping and it goes, I'm going to attack you now. And, it, like, it was fine. Like, hit me three times and I hit him three times. It was like, good, again, I've done that. And then it was like, okay, now uh, parry my attack. I've done that fine. And then it was like, perfect block. And I'm like, okay, I've done a block. And it's like, no, again. I'm like, hmm. But on my screen, I'm holding up my shield as you're slicing down and it's blocking it. So, yeah. 
yeah, fuck off. Um, the, uh, do, do you know what? I'm pretty sure that that's the exact same point I stopped in that game as well. Because like, I did the mission and I was like, oh, that's quite fun. Yeah. And yeah, have a, have a tutorial. <laughs> then, you know, like, fuck off. How do you think I've all the guys, including a boss fight, yeah. before this? <laughs> they should have integrated that into the that first mission instead of having you like duck out into this one guy. Well, it kind of did. It told you how to attack people. It told you how to do the finishers, and yeah. it told you. So why then do I have to redo it with this guy, your Don't dad? Know. I think it was. Oh fuck yeah, off! Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, I totally agree. Nonsense. Yeah. So um, I played a bit of um, Ultimate Alliance uh, one. Okay. And I really like it until the point where I forgot that the first one done this quite a lot. It tells you where you need to go, but not how to get there. Mm. And it's like I'm at a part where I either need to push a button or pull a button, and I'm pushing it and pulling it, and I'm like, I have to push it in, I have to put it somewhere else. Like, I have no idea how to get into this room because, like, I've chosen my. I, I like how you can choose your Avengers team. Obviously, it's like mm. you can pause it and then you can swap it out. So I've got uh, Spider Man, Wolverine, Hulk, and Deadpool. And I like it, and I'm down the stairs, and I'm like, there's this generator, and it's like, is it in backwards? Like, so I turned it backwards, tried to push it back in. No, it didn't slot in. And I'm like, put it in the right way. No, it doesn't slot in. Moved it to in front of the door, didn't slot in. I'm like, what does this game want me to do? Like, it doesn't tell you. Like, after that, it's like, get here. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea how to progress in the game. So <laughs> I, I do, I will play it again, but I think this is the reason that I've never finished the first one, and I went out and bought the second one, because the second one had just came out on the 360 the first time I played this hmm. and I was like man I've never played the first one I'll go and get that first and I was playing it and playing it and playing it and I think I came across a bit similar to this I don't even know if it was the same bit it might well have been this is on the raft on the first fucking mission and I'm like yep I have no idea how to progress so I, I'm probably going to cheat and look it up because I do want to play through the game but I mean why does, should it be so difficult? But I mean, this was from a sort of different period of gaming, you know, where it didn't yeah. hold your hand so much. And now that we've kind of been instilled with a handholdy gaming, it's kind of difficult to take that step back, you know, to figure it out yourself, fucker. I, I don't, I don't think there's it. I don't think it's that bad on you. Like, I think it's just a kind of a PS3 earlier game design. Yeah. That's just the way they did things back then. They're like, yeah. yeah, just work it out. But yeah, I didn't like the first the first game that much either. I mean, it was cool to play as those characters and run about and kill things, but they didn't really refine it and get it right until the second game. Like, yeah. The second game is really good. And plus it's based on my favourite comic book uh, saga of all time, Civil War, the yeah. second. So I can't wait. And I'm sure you have to choose a side at some point in this branching storyline. You do, yeah. And there's like, there's uh, the trophy list splits off as well. So ah. like, yeah, so you, if you want to... Team Captain uh, Exactly, yeah. So if you want to get all the trophies for it, you have to do both. Yeah, that's that's quite cool. And that see that sort of thing makes me want to play through and get the trophies. But the only problem with this game is in one week's time next Monday, uh, that's uh, Marvel uh, open for everybody. The Amiga Marvel Heroes Amiga, which is this, but which is the second one, but refined even further, and it's online. And yes, it will be free to everyone. But obviously, I bought a couple of packs to get early access. The reason I stopped playing it. Which was a shame because our friend Nelson bought it like three days after me and Fraser had been beasting it. But then me and Fraser read that none of your progress carries over. So we're like, yeah. we are wasting our time here. And I just got Luke Cage to level 30. So fuck off. Like, <laughs> uh, you get Daredevil free, obviously, if you've took part and blah, blah, blah. Which is nice, but I would have liked something else with the fact that I could have totally, if I hadn't read up on it, I would have maxed out, leveled at least one of my characters. So I would have been raging if that went back to zero. Um, so I had to stop playing it. But yeah, next Monday, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know if you'll, you'll probably jump on when it's it's free for everyone, won't you? 
Yeah, I'll like, definitely, I'll definitely like, jump on it. It's free. Like it was the closed beta. The open beta starts the twenty third, so that means everybody can jump on. And the open beta stuff transfers into the main game. So yeah, we'll all be able to play then, which is cool. And obviously, like you'll get all the. Ca- I think if you're only in the, I, I don't know. I think everybody in the open beta gets Daredevil free, which is quite cool. So you'll have Daredevil, at least you can play Ant Man to level ten. Oh no, you'll be able to buy Ant-Man after the first level which is cool because basically the way this game works is you pay for your characters it sounds shite at first but after me playing the game it's not that bad it really isn't because you can earn them in game and it does take longer to get the like more popular characters but for the likes of Ant-Man you can earn you can get him after like the tutorial you can buy him after the tutorial so I mean that's you sorted for the whole game and yeah. you don't it's it, it's it's the same it's basically Ultimate Alliance 3 but you've only got one character but there's other people running about in your world and you obviously like you could jump in my game Nelson can jump in Fraser can jump in and we can all help each other it's obviously got events as well where you run about like Midtown and there's like the the Sinister Six have appeared like quick run to the event kill them to get like better gear to like get better like armour and better stuff so there's different ways to play it and I mean I think I could be quite hooked to this game because I thoroughly enjoyed it so this week I'm going to probably jump back into Ultimate Alliance 1 and if I can't figure it out myself, then I'll play two. And once I've finished two, then I'll maybe go back to one. But sadly, I think, well, it depends. Because I was kind of halfway through the story as well in the beta. So I don't know how much the story, although there's only nine chapters of the story so far released. And in the PC, they've got like four years worth of stories. So um, I like it because it's totally free to play. Um, you only have to pay basically for the way they get you the way the money works in this is it's not really for the characters because you can earn the characters it's for the costumes so if you want like old man Logan or say like Hank Pym from Civil War you know like that costume yeah you probably yeah. will have to pay money but I mean if you're that deep into the game and you really want it I think it's a couple of quid so it's not even terrible but I mean I'm, I'm uh, Ultima Lines 1 I, I'm just I kind of wish I'd just bought the second one because they were separate <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want to buy the second one. I don't really have any interest in doing the first one again. Like, I, mean, I, I never ever, I never finished it. And the the second one, the the thing that I always liked about it, apart from like the storyline was good because it was based on Civil War and it had like really cool moments like fighting Giant Man and all this in it. Um, and obviously the gameplay and everything was fine. They had all the characters and stuff like that. Um, but the thing that I really liked about it was the quiz mode. I don't know if you oh, ever played yeah. this. Yeah, but they, they had a they had a whole Marvel quiz in it, which I fucking loved. That was amazing. And it was like, uh, what issue of Spider? Who did Spider Man fight? Such and such. Who did Ant Man uh, slap? You know all that. Well, not yep. who. You know it was that sort of stuff. But yeah, like comic trivia that was really fun to like answer through, and you got trophies for answering the questions as well. Mm. Yeah. So I'll play through that, but I'm really looking forward to Marvel Heroes. That's that's kind of a it's an easy online game where you don't have to really worry, like especially if you're playing with a couple of folk like but you do have to balance it in that game, like me and Fraser discovered when I was Luke Cage and he was Hulk, we're basically both two tank characters, if you will. Mm. And like we had no distance attack, so he kept going down a lot, whereas like when I was Deadpool I could run around the edges and like shoot from the edges. So yeah, we're gonna have to work in that when we play, but yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, that game, so that's next Monday, I believe. It goes open the twenty third. It might, it might be slightly earlier for people in the closed beta, but I'm not sure. I'll report on it next Tuesday because I've played it either. <laughs> um, and finally, the last game I went back to, like under the advice of Andy and everybody, and I wanted to finish it myself anyway, but I've not finished it. Uh, I went back and played a, a lot more of Assassin's Creed Rogue. Oh, nice! Um, I, this game's phenomenal. Like I liked it to start with, but this game's better than Syndicate and Unity. 
Like, yep. I, I really like the structure to it. The missions were very similar to Black Flag. Not similar to Black Flag mission-wise, but the style of them, uh, much better than the, the more recent ones. Um, the, the character's genuinely interesting. I mean, I could not give a fuck about the twins in the, the London, and I could not give a shit about fucking Arnold Rimmer. And, like... Uh, this one, this one though, like Shea McCormack, it's really cool. Uh, he's like kind of conflicted. He's probably one of the most interesting characters in the entire series because he's conflicted between Templar and assassins. Um, yeah. You start as an assassin. I'm not quite at the Templar bit, but he's questioning stuff a lot more. Um, and I do like the references back to Assassin's Creed Three and stuff because he's talking about um, what's the guy's name? The guy that tra- Ach- Achilles. He's talking about Achilles, and you actually go to the farm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Achilles farm, yeah. You go, you go there as well, like. But he also talks about him a lot, and I don't know why, but like, I'm sailing to a mission just now where I have to loot a ship, and I fucking hate stealth ship missions. Like, they're really bad in these games. That's the only downfall of this in Black Flag. Follow tail the ship, but don't be seen. It's like, are you kidding? The maneuverability is terrible. Although I will say the ship handles a lot better. Like, you've got a better turning circle than in Black Flag, and it's the weapons are more responsive and quicker. Um, the water is some of it's swimmable but some of it if you're in the ocean you can't jump in that water like you could in black flag because you will freeze to death um mm. there's no diving which i was quite pleased about yeah but oh yeah because that was kind of annoying um but like i mean there's not as in-depth customization your ship doesn't feel as big as a thing as it does like your ship is your main mode of transportation but in black flag your ship was your hub that traveled the world this is more like a a method a a means of an end rather than like you have to focus on your ship because the customization of the ship and the upgrades aren't as in-depth as they were in the black flag because obviously you're a pirate in black flag um but I mean, in this one, you're an Irishman, and like, uh, I I like the towns in it. It's like it feels very different. Like I know Black Flag felt different, um, but I mean, London, to be honest, is, could have been a paint job at like at one point. You know, it's just like uh, it's, this this felt different as well because it was kind of like the fringe towns of like the North Atlantic and stuff like that. And I like it um, much better than the other two. Like I said, uh, it is it is a bit dated feeling. I mean, like. Uh, if you look unity to be honest is the best looking assassin's creed game uh, in the cutscenes and stuff and if you don't get glitches the reason you do get glitches is because they pushed it too far and they try to overcrowd the cities but i mean like this game looks just like just as good as the the black flag did on the upgrade i don't know whether it's because of the scaling or what it is but i don't black flag obviously looks beautiful because of the fucking the scenery you get but for what this is it's kind of it's a lot of a it's more of a dark game you know it's 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 a lot darker there's no sunshine and sandy beaches and stuff like in the the bahamas or whatever you fucking were um and i'm quite interested to see the total turn from assassin to templar that'll be interesting it's quite interesting the way the way they do it um and obviously we know that there's a big tie-in from this straight into Unity as well. Yeah, because at the end of this game, um, well, I don't know if it's at the very end, but you do um, see at the start it, of Unity. It is, it, is, it is the very end of the game. Like, uh, it's really cool the way it works. So basically this leads directly into Unity, but and this is the only tie-in really of Unity from the previous ones, more or less. Yeah, completely. Uh, Unity yeah. has basically nothing to do with the rest apart from this. Yeah, so like she, she is spoiler if you've not played the first five minutes of uh, Unity, but she kills uh, Arno's dad at the yep. start of Unity. So, yeah, 
I mean, I, I really think that's cool. It's a direct link from three and four as well. Like, and I, I really, I really like it. It's a, such a good game. It's a shame they never done what they done with Black Flag and released it as well in current gen. It makes no sense that they didn't. In fact, because when they realised that Unity was flopping, they should have just right hurry up and polish that and get it out to cover up our tracks a bit. And I, I think it would have been interesting if they'd done like this as like a cross gen game. And then put Unity out as like the only as only on like Xbox One, PS4. Yeah, this is, this is it was kind of weird because this is a full Assassin's Creed game. Like it was never marketed. It was never marketed yeah. as such, and it was never marketed well. It was looked upon as kind of an expansion of Black Flag, but it's a full game. This should have legit Unity. See if Unity had been given a couple of extra years, and this had came out instead, like on cross gen, like you've just said, then we could yeah. have had a, a much better game of Unity. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. I don't know why they didn't do that, but hindsight, you know. Uh, yeah. So hopefully the new Assassin's Creed will be good. But yeah, Rogue's really good. Great game. Rogue's good, but I still think Black Flag's my favourite. It's just that yeah, oh, uh, uh, Captain Kenway himself, old Eddie boy, is much more charismatic than she. Although she's got his moments, she's quite cool. But there's something about uh, Edward Kenway that I just absolutely loved. Like his cockiness, the pirates that he meets, the set, and everything in that game was just perfect. And I really wish that instead of going back the way, like in Unity and Syndicate, um, to like city-based sort of stuff, I don't want it all to be in boats. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of wish they kind of followed the sort of path that this was going down rather than bringing it back to Syndicate, which just felt like, look, it's Assassin's Creed 2, but in London and worse. Hmm. (laughs) With Batman grapples. But yeah, um, that's all I've really played, because I'm not lying. Most of the week I've just been lying, sitting playing NBA Playgrounds, um, because it's it's fucking addictive. Don't get me wrong, I've not been playing it for like four-hour sessions, but like I've been sitting playing it for a good hour or two, like trying to get through the tournament. And once I realised, don't quit the match if you lose, because like it will help you get experience. Uh, then it's actually a, a really fun game. Um, so yeah, I'd, that, that's about me for this week. I haven't played anything else. Um, I will add in here since we've got time, though. I never got to cover it last week. I read the entirety of Civil War Two, Andy, uh, when I was in Italy. Oh, nice. Uh, 154 issues so as you know like the normal civil war you've got the main book civil war that told the main story but then you've got the spider-man side of it the iron man side of it you've got fucking captain america you've got like the defender side of it all this i read every bit of it every bit of civil war too the side stories a lot i downloaded the whole thing as a package and well technically i read it on marvel unlimited we'll see but it was it was it was put together a lot nicer the way that i read it uh, because it was in order and I read the aftermath and everything and basically Civil War 2 is kind of like Civil War 1 in a way where there's a disagreement of how something should happen and Civil War 1 it was the human uh, the the Registration Act Superhero Registration Act um, and Captain America said no we should protect our, the, the names and identities and Spider-Man was caught in the middle and this one's kind of different because Captain America sides with Iron Man and this one this one's all to do with profiling and it's kind of current as well it's to do with um basically they get a mutant it's a precog well he's an in- he's an inhuman sorry 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 magneto i know you'd go nuts if you, said <laughs> you get an inhuman uh who comes out his cocoon and he can see the future but as tony stark says it the future's not happened yet it can be changed and carol danvers says exactly so let's stop it happening a bit like minority report and he's like but it's not 100% c- 
correct because they found out that this this inhuman's powers were affected by like the his surrounding factors so like he was taking it was it wasn't like an accurate 100 future it was based on what he's seen like it was a hypothetical okay if this keeps going this way this guy will definitely try and kill him but what if something happens that changes it? But Carol Danvers was having none of it, and she went, no, we'll just arrest everybody. So, like, if you were seen in a vision and you'd killed someone, you were under arrest, even if you had no thoughts of it at all. And some of yeah, them, some of like them, that. yeah, but some of them came true, but some of them were, like, prevented. Um, I don't, I, I'm guessing you're going to read this at some point. Uh, I definitely will read it. Okay, so I, I think I've read little bits and pieces. Of it, I don't. Not, I don't, not much I don't want. I don't want to spoil it. Um, however, this bit is close to the end. It's not the meat and potatoes of it. But there's a vision of Miles Morales, Spider-Man, killing Captain America. Okay, and what does Miles Morales do? Because he's kind of conflicted. It's the main Spider-Man's all in favour of uh, like pre-crime. For some reason, mm-hmm. Peter Parker's made his mind up. He's like, nope, and I'm not swapping sides this time. Miles Morales, <laughs> is, Miles Morales is in the middle and he his story's really cool through it. Like Spider-Man seems to be the driving force in both of these like Civil War events, but Miles Morales eventually sees that Carol Danvers is wrong because obviously his dad goes through the whole his friends used to get profiled by the police and all this and blah 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 and he sees it as yeah it's it's um it's prejudice it's like scrutinizing people and it's like going oh you've got the potential to commit a crime you're going to jail so something bad happens with bruce banner i don't want to spoil that part of it because that's a major turning point and hawkeye becomes the most popular superhero in the world uh, and the outcome of it but he's innocent. He's innocent and guilty of the crime. Like he did do it, and he admits it. But he's innocent because of the factors around it. Okay, but anyway, I can't. I don't want to spoil it because it's a good read. Um, at the end, the vision is is it makes sense because this is during um, Captain America, agent of Hydra. So all through this, mm. he's still working for Hydra, right? Which doesn't really tie into what's happening during the Civil War. You know, it's just that the his bosses are worried that the the Inhuman's going to predict that or is going to see that he's Hydra. Okay, that's that that's the only tie-in, really. So, you know how I told you you had to read Civil War, uh, Secret Invasion two first. No, yes. Secret was Secret. Don't don't bother reading it because it's shit okay. and confusing. <laughs> just dive into Civil War 2, you're going to fucking love it. There's no back reading. As long as you know Captain America's history's been rewritten by Red Skull with Xavier's brain in his head, then you know that he's working for Hydra. So I suddenly went, oh shit, that's why Spider-Man kills him because he figures out he's working for Hydra, right? Now, this is this is what happens. He goes to Washington, D.C. and it's, it's, it's at the place in the vision. Captain America shows up and he says, I want to prove that I'm not going to kill you. Why would I kill you? And Captain America is feeling shitty about working for Hydra and he's about to explain to Miles like what he's doing. So I'm like, he's actually going to kill him. Like Miles Morales is going to spike him like off this thing. And then Captain Marvel shows up and it changes obviously the history that we've seen. Right. So Captain America doesn't tell him about it and she starts telling him that he's under arrest because he was going to kill him. And he, he's like, no, I'm not under arrest. And then all of a sudden she goes to shoot him with her laser beam thing and it bounces off a force field. And she's like, stop doing that. And he's like, I'm not doing it. And she's like, stop doing it. And he says, I'm not doing it. And she says, I'm not talking to you. Tony, stop it. And Tony Stark jumps down in a fucking badass Hulkbuster outfit and says, um, 
I told you this was going to end badly and I won't reveal anymore. But like, it's so fucking good. Like, it's not as good as Civil War 1. It's a bit like Guardians 2. It's good, but it's not as good as the first one. But yeah, I would definitely recommend reading it. Like, I read all 154 issues in a week. Obviously, I was on holiday and had time to do so. But if you start reading at Marvel Unlimited, I guarantee you, you get hooked on it, man. Because the whole thing's on Marvel Unlimited now. So because of that, and I think you'll end up the same. I was kind of like, oh, Captain America's Hydra, that'll sort itself out. I'm really interested now, because some of the issues are Captain America, Agent of Hydra, obviously, that pop up during it. Yeah. If you, if, so it's interested me in this series. So uh, Marvel just now, on Unlimited anyway, I know it was out last year, is going into Secret Empire, which is Captain America working for Hydra and working his way up to the top of the government, basically, or trying to infiltrate or become president or something. Um, I'm really interested to read Secret Empire now, which is the next big arc, as you know, Andy, after Civil War II. Um, so, yeah, I'm really interested in Secret Empire, which I wasn't before. Um but that's maybe to do with a TV show. I'll, I'll throw this in here that I've been catching up on. Uh, I've been watching Agents of Shield. Okay. I, uh, you know how I'd watch like all of season one. No, fuck, fuck that show. I hated it. I watched all of season two. Well, not all of season two, but I watched season two. I'm like, fuck that show. I hated it. I don't despise this show as much as I used to, and I hate to see that. <laughs> it came to one episode. Uh, when Sky, uh, what's her name, Daisy or fucking Sky or whatever her fucking Daisy, name is, yeah. when she ended up in um, the sort of hillside retreat thing where she get trained or they were wanting to train her. Yep. That changed the fucking show for me. It was like, this is a good storyline. It might have been to do with there was like two or three episodes with minimal input from the fucking bus, you know, the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. plane. I, because there was not a lot of that, but I really enjoyed that part of it, and it got me kind of, okay, I want to watch the next episode now, which I've never said about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever. <laughs> so, uh, I've already said this anyway, I do want to be on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. one la- one last time with, with um, Spirit, and uh, that's when they finally close it, because they've already announced they've got a season five, but everybody knows it'll probably be the last season, this one. Quite possible. I mean, they're, they're doing it weirdly this season, though, because uh, they're actually running Inhumans first and then running S.H.I.E.L.D. after it like mm. so they're doing the full season of Inhumans and then once that's done then S.H.I.E.L.D. will take its place in the same time slot no, don't get me wrong I kept up in S.H.I.E.L.D. so it's not spoiling anything for me like I know what happens with Grant Ward I know that he goes all like super god thing yeah. and then, like I know like about Ghost Rider and I've seen the clips of it so I have been keeping in touch with it but I did not expect this show to turn around in season 2 and like kick my ass and say look we're doing alright now eh but it took them one and a half seasons to hit that point, right? And I'm not joking. <laughs> Season one is fucking terrible. Like, and I, I wrote the whole show off because of that. I'm still writing the show off is not as good as, like, the likes of Jessica Jones, right? But yeah, this show, it, it kind of got a wee bit interesting with end of season one, season two, when Phil Coulson was finding the Kree that they used his blood and stuff like that. You know, all that stuff um, about um, the magical place. Um, mm-hmm. but it was so fucking boring up until Sky. Or what was her name? Why do I keep saying Sky? That was her name. The, uh, but we later found out that her name was his name's Daisy. Daisy yeah. Johnson. Daisy Johnson. Quake. Yeah, I know. Th- I know she's Daisy in it now. But like, well, I'll call her Sky. But like, the whole first season was bollocks. Like, the only thing I don't like, I don't like Grant Ward being bad and then dying. I really like Grant Ward as a character. I really thought he was the coolest agent. I liked him as a I liked him as a character and I liked him as a as a bad guy as well. I didn't like it once they made him a zombie thing. Yeah, but I wish they'd kept them about. I wish they'd kept them as well. Like, there, there is something in season four that that you'll like then. All right, 
I mean, like, he was just coolest, and then they filled it with two black guys, and then they killed off the black guys almost as soon as they were there. Well, they only killed one of them. One of the guys is still on the show. Well, he kind of died, but then he wasn't dead. He was just taken over by that, like, when they went on holiday to Tenerife or whatever, and it was in the, the dungeon. They walked down the lighthouse, and, like, there was right. the... Yeah, the alien city, the inhuman city. Yeah. But yeah, do you know what? Like, I'm probably going to finish it now, like season two. Um, I can't remember what point I left it at, but yeah, it's not not well, I mean, not. That's that's right near the end of season two. That bit. Yeah. Um. But it's not as awful as like. But that's what I mean. It took like nearly two seasons for it to hit its stride, and season one seems so fragmented and we don't know what we're really allowed to do and not do but at least now they're actually naming the heroes instead of saying the big green guy do you know what i mean like what's the english guy's name that goes out with bobby oh lantana yeah he's quite funny he 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 names captain america he name drops them like whereas in like as you know in season one it just talked about the heroes and the new york incident and the big green guy and stuff uh, well, Shield is actually better for that. They do say Captain America and Steve Rogers and the Hulk and stuff. I suppose like that. they're not now and, back now and, and like again. stuff. <laughs> Look, Cajun, that they're just like, oh, that great. They do say like, oh, that green guy and like the Shield wave, the Shield bearer, the flag waver, and stuff like that. Yeah, why can't they just say Captain America? Because I don't Captain know. America's, it's weird. Captain America's been in the newspapers for years, and he was like the big hero. Yeah. Why can't they just say Cap? Cap and his team or Tony Stark must be famous. Why can't they name Tony Stark? Or they, they never even say like the word the Avengers. Yeah. Because they've got a fucking tower with a big A just round the corner. <laughs> no, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but like no, I'll, I'll give it to Shield. Like they've got my interest, but it took two seasons, hmm. which is not good for a TV show these days. Like if you're not hooked in the first two episodes, I'm not watching your show. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, that's about it for me. Like like I said, it's been kind of weird watching Shield. Uh, apart from that, like all I've been watching is I actually downloaded Comic Book Men. Or started downloading it because, like, obviously, I like getting the complete season, so I don't need to look for it, each individual file because okay, uh, yeah. it's not it's not on Showbox. Um, you know, it's up to season six now, Andy, and I've only seen season three. <laughs> Fuck, I think I'm the same. Like, I think I've only seen yeah. season three. Se- season six is midway as well, so and it's been renewed for next year as well. Nice. So, yeah, I've got a lot of watching of that. That show's great. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, to be honest, then, but see when I get a good game like that NBA, I keep saying NBA Jam. But it's not NBA Jam, it's Playgrounds. Um, when, I get a, when I get a good game like that that doesn't need too much of my concentration, like I said before the Switch came out, listeners of this show might remember, I need games that I can just go, ah, la, la, and throw away. Zelda was an exception. But mm. I, I don't really want to step back into Mass Effect right away after finishing that massive RPG last week. Do you know what I mean? Like, Do you, do you know that's exactly how I felt after finishing Horizon? I'm like, I tried to go back into Mass Effect, and I'm like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, Because <laughs> I was so, like... Going from like the all the the systems in Horizon to then yeah. going back into the systems from Mass Effect that I'd just forgotten over thirty years of like Horizon for. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't go into this right now. I need to go away and do other things. Don't get me wrong, I will finish Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect as you yeah. know, Andy, but like it's just just now I'm still kinda in the you know, it's just like having a fag after sex sort of feeling like, ah, I'm fine just now. I don't need any more yep. right now. You know, that sort of feeling. <laughs> that's, that's how I am after Zelda. I'm still in that nice Zelda was amazing period. Don't get me wrong, maybe in a few weeks. T- I bought it digital, so there's no rush for me and it's not going anywhere. And don't get me wrong, I do want to play it. It's just just now I'm more in the throw. Not not that Playgrounds is a throwaway game at all, Like, but it's not hardly really deep in. It's not nothing majorly in depth with it, you yep. know. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like a game like that. 
and it'll, it'll tide me over because I've got a feeling I will end up winning Justice 2 by next week because Cameron at my work has already said that he's going to go past the forge and pick it up because you know we get a good deal on them so I might end up getting it by next week. We'll see. We will see about that. But I, I know. Why am I lying to you, the listeners, and myself? I'm going to get Injustice 2. I might have not you, get have it. Have you downloaded the, the mobile game yet? Yes. That, oh, shit. Just, I played that. I've just downloaded it onto, onto my new okay. phone, so I'm going to play it next week. Okay, so I'll talk a wee bit about that just before we finish. Extra bonus content, since there's no game issue 101. Injustice 2 is much more in-depth than Injustice 1, the mobile game, which was basically swipe, 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 as you know. Um, this one's kind of got, like, you flick up to jump, you can block, you can do down attacks, you can, like, the way that you flick is very different. Instead of just, like, swipe fast or tap and hold, you know, it's, it's quite in-depth. I haven't played it too much because I know what happened the last time. I actually spent quite a bit of money on Injustice, the mobile game, but the less said about that, the better. But it was because as well, at the time, they'd done a very cool thing where you could unlock, you could tie it to your Warner Brothers account and unlock stuff in it that would unlock mm-hmm. in the main game. So I was unlocking stuff in the mobile game that I was getting on the PS3 version. And obviously now the Ultimate Edition is the one in the PS4, uh, which isn't out in the Xbox One, which I was convinced it was. I really don't know why Injustice Ultimate Edition isn't out in Xbox One. The only way to play it is backwards compatibility. It's technically an exclusive. Oh, yeah, because it's on PS4, isn't it? Yeah, it came out day one. Because it came out the same time it came out in Vita, because remember the last oh, yeah, copy yeah. the last copy Fraser bought for the PS4, so I bought it in Vita. That's right. But yes, uh, it came free and plus. Like, I've got the original. I've not finished it in the PS4, but I didn't feel the need to because I finished it in the PS3. Um, but yes, Injustice 2, I'll probably get it for next week. Which is silly me saying that I'm not. I've learned this now in this show. Like a lot of the time, I'll say I don't need it. I'm not getting it, and it's like everybody knows by next week I will play it. Yeah, uh, Phantom Dust is now out on uh, Xbox. Windows and Xbox One, by the way. Yeah, I might download it. I won't be playing it tonight though, because uh, once we finish here, I'll probably go to bed because I'm working. But anyway, we will wrap up tonight. But our recommendation for this week certainly is the NBA Playgrounds. Go and check it out. Thank you for providing us with a review copy, and we reviewed it completely unbiasedly because I paid cash money for it. So, um, yeah, go and buy that. But yes, no gaming issue one one. So listen to Tiger Claws, funky jams of games you've never played, leading you right up to the B team in about an hour and a half. Okay, so that's us from 42 Level 1. Check out our Twitter at 42 Level 1 for my live unboxing. Stay tuned for my chip box unboxing, and I'll have more up there quite soon because I'm going to do a playthrough. It's kind of crap that we can't stream from the Switch because I would have loved to have streamed some moments in Zelda, but hey. Um, anyway, uh, that's from me and Andy. Uh, good night, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.